Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, the board is yours. Very well. Let's go to our hell now for 800. <laughs> okay. The policeman says there's been some robberies in your neighborhood and asks if you have any information. What is, not only do I tell this man what I know, but I also assist him in tracking down the offender. After all, our ministers of law enforcement are only here to protect us. Is this correct? I mean, it should be. But uh, I'm thinking you haven't spent much time in America. Let's just hear about today's prizes. Johnny! This is insane, you guys. Yo, this is sexy, man. <laughs> Broadcasting live from the internet, it's Tuesday night, and this is the PanelsOnPages.com podcast with your host, Lee Rodriguez. At the end of the day, babies are terrible people, and I'm not sorry for saying it. Jason Nyes. Motherfucker, I won best costume. Jose Guzman. Yeah, I know nothing about Firestorm except for his hat's always burning. And Kelly Harris. Boy, love, it appears we got a penis in the mail. <laughs> I glued my fucking eyes shut! <laughs> I just want to see all these Yelp reviews of Jose's jizz. <laughs> Oh, sorry, I knocked over the salt. Like you had anything better to do. Woo! Boy, hope you guys are ready for a uh, high-energy podcast. Fucking barn burner. We gotta <laughs> fucking bring the motherfucking ruckus. It's gonna, time. This is gonna be the Matt Riddle... Uh, Will Ospreay, no, Matt Riddle, Zack Sabre Jr. of podcast. Yeah, just... Uh, no, you were right the first time. <laughs> yeah, I think you were right the first time. Okay. <laughs> That's actually more accurate, I feel like. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, so today is Tuesday, uh, April 11th, 2018, and this is episode number 418 of the com podcast. I'm your host, the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez, and joining me tonight, we got Mr. Jason Nyes. Pineapple. <laughs> and Kelly Harris. Sit down, Becky. Uh, <laughs> Guzman, I'm going to assume, is asleep. He just saw our Facebook message. Okay. That boy so he was just asleep. <laughs> that boy has a problem. That boy <laughs> has a problem. Our friend uh, has a drug problem. <laughs> Can you help? <laughs> Can you help him? Oh, As God. he peers through the comic sh- shop window, eating a Domino's pizza. <laughs> as if, frankly, as if on cue. <laughs> there he Look. is! He's back. Hey! Look at that. Look at him. The boy made it. I knew anything bad started without you. This is all live. You there? I told him. I was like, no. He's going to be. <laughs> I had your back. 
So yeah, we are. Uh, we've been home for just what feels like just hours, just fucking hours. Um, we were in WrestleMania. No, no, we were in WrestleMania. We were in New Orleans. We're all WrestleMania. Together. We were. We were. We were. We were all a WrestleMania. <laughs> I'm a WrestleMania. You're a WrestleMania. <laughs> WrestleMania. Uh, no, we're in. Uh, I'm not gonna say sunny New Orleans because it was kind of cloudy and shit and fucking cold it was fucking cold like for it a wasn't couple of days. it was cold saturday like it came through and it cut through your body that coldness it was weird no i didn't appreciate it but like so it was um the four of us good buddy goat the ladies we had, we had a lovely time uh no names no names no names. Man, they know who they are. Fucking love Goat. I missed hanging out with Goat, man. Oh, this is the first time I really got to hang out with Goat oh, in man. like an extended amount of time. That dude's great. He is oh, yeah. a fucking southern gentleman. He is a treasure. And boy, if he didn't laugh at all my jokes. And that really warmed <laughs> my damn heart. <laughs> fucking love that boy. You know, look, not to toot our own horns or anything like that but i was talking to go on the way home it's like god damn it like i guarantee you we were having more fun than anybody else even this fucking show is because god damn we're fucking funny i y'all. said the same shit <laughs> like I people def- love sitting by us i defy anyone to have had a better time than we did yeah there's no fucking way even when like, we were having a shit time i.e 11 o'clock on sunday night <laughs> we were still having a better time than most. That's right. Definitely better than anybody fucking at the Superdome. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Apparently, you couldn't fucking get a bathroom or a bottle of water to save your life there. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's so terrible. imagine being at the Superdome for seven hours and not being able to piss or drink a bottle of water. Can't. Nope. 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 nope, nope. Well, not having that. <clears throat> even that. even some of those people that uh, I see in my feeds that are usually that usually stand for WWE, even they were like, "Oh, this is this is bad." <laughs> this whole <laughs> situation. That's too, that, that really is that sucks. That really fucking sucks. Yeah, it really sucks because I feel like it sullies the name of the Superdome because like. This is the first time they've ever had a tragedy there. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Smooth and nice and like... I can't think of another time where it was ever a problem. Yeah, we're we, kidding. We, 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 had <laughs> we're a, kidding. we had a pretty I really. I was hoping we wouldn't say that and then someone would write us a letter explaining <laughs> Hurricane Katrina to us. Actually... Uh, Purses the glasses up on bridge of nose. Yeah, we we had to we had a pretty dope B and B on the other side of the river from all the WrestleMania events. Uh, God, we really did. Really cool. It 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 did not fit in the neighborhood. Not to say the neighborhood was bad. Um, but we were right next to a cemetery. Well, I mean, if you ask Lee and I's Uber driver, <laughs> but like. It the the B and B was called the Sliver on the River. It might as well have been called Gentrification is coming. <laughs> there was a, there was a touch of that, but the, there was a touch of that. The joke was that 
anytime you opened a door and you didn't know what it was, what was behind it or like the attic stairs in the ceiling, just debris from Katrina was going to come falling out. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm sure is incredibly insensitive <laughs> to anyone who fucking lives there. Oh, it's it's been long enough. We can make Katrina jokes now. I think so. I think so. I mean, like the I was at Kansas Spicy down here. <laughs> I wasn't asking for permission. I'm just saying. Now, Lee, was it your first time in New Orleans? Uh, yeah, yeah. Goat had been there before. Uh, I had never been there. I got the feeling you had. Yeah? Yes, yes. I uh went there. I won a short film contest with a local radio station, and no I won. Shit. I won <laughs> tickets to New Orleans to see the Arena Football Championship game. That's amazing. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, all of those words together. <laughs> <laughs> just incredible but it was a pretty like it was arena football game or not we probably stayed for a quarter you know it was a new orleans trip oh jose's jose's trying to say something is it morse code <laughs> he was trying though he was trying he's trying to get that connection jose if you can hear like, us. nowadays if you say that you won a trip to go see an arena football league that feels like a punishment right right <laughs> That that's why it was a negligible part of the trip when we. Went. Oh sure, but that's when I found fucking Franks. That's for sure. Yeah, where fuck for Franks, us. fuck Franks, and that goddamn catcher's mitt that was talking outside of it, trying to get us all in the place. Oh, the guy got the best calamari you ever did see. Fuck you, your calamari sucked. <laughs> yeah, I feel like um, the. New Orleans Channing part of our Tatum trip. knows what's up when it comes to food, giving me the best po' boy I had all weekend with the freshest damn tomatoes I've ever had. For as varied as some of our food experiences were the whole week, I think Channing Tatum delivered, like, across the board. Oh, Channing yeah. Tatum brought it. You find yourself on Bourbon Street. You got the pop bump. Go to Channing Tatum's Saints and Sinners. It was the best food any of us had all week. Yeah, we didn't know it was Channing Tatum's. No, until Goat and I were standing next to the cardboard standee of Channing Tatum, and we started looking around and saw all the Channing Tatum pictures on the walls. This amazing painting of Channing Tatum that I kind of want <laughs> on the wall. It was, like, it's, it was fucking great. It was the best thing we had. Like I, you know, everywhere else we went, like you know. Someone had a positive experience, yes. but like, also someone seemingly had a negative experience everywhere we went. They were like without fail. Like there was like nothing. There was no grand slam once we hit uh, Saints and Centers, which you know it was the first time, first night, which is kind of rad, but it worked out well. Uh, the, the 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 Bourbon Street, the the Saint the Saint uh, Saint Louis, the New Orleans of it all was kind of a a negligible part of this trip not by design i think we all thought we we're gonna see playing the city and all that shit but we did go out uh wednesday night hit Bourbon street yeah which like it's like what six blocks and there must have been like 11 titty bars <laughs> i mean we were informed that it was titty time it was titty time i have never seen like a per block ratio of strip clubs in my fucking life it was kind of nuts like it's like we get it Calm down, <laughs> calm down, New Orleans. We understand. Uh, we've been on Bourbon Street for about four minutes before somebody walked up and uh, whispered in my ear, "Got that good cocaine." Got that good cocaine. 
Not that shit ass cocaine. Did not look like yeah, he got had that guy. cocaine. I mean, there's the one crazy man walking down the street saying, uh, yeah, I'm going to curse y'all. That was a good time. Yeah, definitely. Um, I've been to some cities, been around. I'm fairly well-traveled. Definitely the most colorful uh, homeless crazies I've seen in, in anywhere else. Uh, the so homeless people in Bourbon Street seem far less dangerous than the, pe- the homeless people in uh, the French Quarter. Yeah, the French was... Quarter homeless always looked at you like they wanted to skin you and wear you. Don't look at them, Kelly. <laughs> well, I would. There were so many you couldn't not do it. They were just there. And they kept challenging me for my belt. Yeah, <laughs> they kept challenging Jose to fight. Well, Jose walking around the French Quarter with the fantasy football asterisk championship, and you you had to expect not only drunk people to challenge you, but fucking bums like. That is literally they they see that and they think if I win that I can fucking pawn that shit. <laughs> <laughs> it like it was one thirty in the afternoon on a Saturday and people were just fucking noshed. <laughs> oh god, yeah, they were. It's prime. It's prime crazy time. Yeah. It was fucking crazy. Yeah, we we I made that the first quarter proper on Saturday and like the idea was we well, we have an early show so we'll go see the show and we got nothing until midnight. So we'll get a proper French Quarter tourist experience. Not so much because we're out until four o'clock the morning that day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> went home, took a fucking nap, and I went to see more wrestling. And like, we couldn't have walked through the French Quarter but to get an Uber fast enough. We're like, Fuck <laughs> this! Yeah, I'm tired. I want to go sit out. <laughs> I was gonna. T- I was like, if you guys were gonna keep going, I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm taking a left. <laughs> I was either. I was debating. I was like, could go go to the CCW show. We just we kept walking by like shops and something. Oh, that looks really cool. I mean, like, fuck it. <laughs> fuck I, it yeah, no. I mean, we could have stopped at any point. But... Oh, I know. Grant, no, I'm, did I speak up? No, no, <laughs> no. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying I fucking missed out. Like. The words began to form. By the time they left my tongue, I'm like, nah. Yeah, it was a lot of, oh, it looks cool. That's it. Yeah. Just nothing. <laughs> Just kept I, get to stepping. I, yeah. I feel step like in. we got the perfect amount of Bourbon Street slash the French Quarter on Wednesday night. And it's dark out. You You don't see all the, you don't see everything in the darkness. You know, light. Not all the imperfections stand up. Yes. French Quarter also <laughs> smelled a thousand times worse than Bourbon Street. Yeah, kind of, kind of smelled like uh, New York shit a diaper. Yeah, it did. It smelled like worse New York. Well, because, because the plumbing's all fucked up and weird, and like it's just kind of the way it is. And there. it's not just piss and shit. There's a whole lot more vomit in the French Quarter than there is in New yeah, York. Yeah, and just unwashed masses. Yeah, it's got quite a. Quite a bouquet does New Orleans. Uh, let's see what else. What else we 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 did eat at Melba's. That was uh, that was one of my finds on the internet. And Melba's is either a restaurant with a laundromat in it, or <laughs> a laundromat with a restaurant in it. I'm gonna go restaurant with laundromat. Yeah. So like. I didn't notice the laundromat until we were leaving, and I thought you guys were just making weird jokes the whole time. <laughs> it, just, it, fucking, it smelled like delicious food and also like, you know, springtime soap. Yeah. For, yeah. for a place. A really weird combination of uh, smells in the air. For a place. Better thing to do when doing laundry than eat barbecue. Yeah. 
but for a place that's selling, you know, fried seafood, the fact that the fabric softener sheets overpowered that smell was a little disconcerting. Mm, yeah, there's a lot going on there. A lot going on. That's a very, very good point. Very good. Point. And and we were on. It was uh, how do I word this correctly? I don't want to say it was hostile territory, but we we weren't looking to hang out there for too long. No, once that's, our that's food a, was done, kind of the story of most places uh, in New Orleans. Like uh, it felt very, uh, very transient. Everywhere we went, like, oh, all right, let's fucking move along, move along. Well, I feel Don't like a lot of it is, long. a lot of it is, uh, fucking, fucking WrestleMania. Just a bunch of fucking marks rolling up in our plate. <laughs> get it, get out of the way of the menu, you fucking mark. Yep. No, we're not gonna split the check, you fucking marks. You, none of you are gonna tip. <laughs> you gotta spend too much money on mark picks tomorrow, you fucking mark. <laughs> Yeah, a little bit of that. A little bit of that. But what they didn't know is we're fucking cool. The one place we were welcomed with open arms between two of the shows, we stopped at a Walmart. Fucking Eagle Eye, Lee, and Goat spot a comic book shop. Yeah. We roll up in that motherfucker, and it was like a family reunion. (laughs) Yeah, they were all super cool. We uh, we almost met the future ex-Mrs. Goat there for a minute. (laughs) The one girl was getting in the bedroom eyes until she found out he was out of she was out of state. And like, oh, <laughs> oh wow, I didn't ca- I didn't catch that. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't catch any oh, of that. Oh yeah, the sketchiest fucking comic shop I've ever seen. So I mean, hey, go. You could have just slept out in the living room with me for a night. Yeah. Oh yeah. Go, Fuck, I don't go, like. Could have had the room. I said we can go back. It's okay. <laughs> but so we walk in this comic shop and there's like five ish friendly nerds looks to be run by these two chicks and everybody's super like hey i'm like hey what's going on like oh we're just kind of passing through hanging out and, and like we were presumably going to be go getting food in a moment like there's like some other shit down there and it's like yeah just look around let's do anything and on the left side of the store they had like this week's new comics like a limited selection of this week's new comics and like one copy of each yeah, Which that was weird. Very yeah, weird. That was the weirdest part of it to me. Like, like well, maybe the others were in variety, the But just one. Like, no more than one issue of anything. And the comics didn't quite fit on the shelves. Yeah, it was just. All of it was strange. And then they had, uh, like, just the most haphazard throwing together fucking long boxes on planet Earth. Yeah, how, how many would you say? 20 long boxes? Sure. They looked, yeah. It yeah. Looked, it looked Maybe like, a little bit more. It looked like they entered. Uh, they emptied out Juan's storage unit. With just no rhyme or reason to anything, but the chick's like, "Hey, it's uh, cover price on anything." And so we fucking said, "All right, let's dive in a little bit." The but, and you uh, boys went deep. You went balls deep. Not as much as the other guys, because I I got I got uh, annoyed by the disorganization. Uh, yeah, I can handle it. <laughs> I fucking. Alphabetize my movies for Christ's sake. That, I'm, I'm used to the hunt. I'm I'm used to that. So I I walked out with like thirty some books. No, I'm sick in the head. So I, I need you to be. Good. <laughs> at one point at uh, uh the Pontchartrain Center, Kelly went to sit uh, next to the guardrail, and Goat was like, "Oh, that's gonna that's gonna leave Lee all out of sorts." <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. 
Well, that's because I'd already tried to sit somewhere else. And it just didn't work out. I couldn't do it. I had to go back where I was because yep. I fucking imprinted on that seat. It was a good seat. <laughs> that that Right along the railing, it was a good seat. I'm, 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 I know I'm not okay. That's all right. <laughs> it's so. fine. We're we're all fucked in the head. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we've all got our fucking little quirks. It's all right. Yeah. Jose has a fucking drug problem. <laughs> oh, God. We, we walk into the place, the, 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 girl, the girl at the shop's like, hey, what's going on? And Kelly's like, well, pretty sure our friend has a drug problem. But when he comes in, don't talk to him about it at all. <laughs> because we got there, and all of us are sitting in the parking lot, and Jose's just sitting in the car. We're like, Jose. <laughs> and he's just sitting. Like, I guess we'll go inside. And then, <laughs> I was doing something. I was busy. <laughs> like, oh, shit. Is he on crack? Kelly's like, no, he's not on crack. <laughs> Why did he go to crack? And then Jose comes in, and everybody hushes up. And he's like, hey, uh, order a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> because the comic shop was upstairs from a Domino's. Between the car and the store, Jose ordered a pizza. Fuck <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, like to his credit, that pizza was a good call. It was, yeah, <laughs> solid. Like yeah. fucking class move there, Jose. Well, fuck yeah. yeah, it was. Everybody was hungry. No one wanted to admit it, and no one, <laughs> no one really needed a meal. And the funny thing was, we went there looking for food, right? Yeah, but well, then, yeah, but then after we found Dick, it was it kind of became well, everyone's gonna end up eating at the center. Fuck that! There's a Domino's underneath. Let's get an appetizer. Huh. Get Fucking, he, he hooked it up. Made it work. He's a goddamn genius. And like the the comic shop was super cool with us just eating a pizza in their store, which is kind of amazing. Yep. Ho- Jose is standing outside the window eating the pizza. Like your friend can come in. <laughs> well, I didn't want to presume. I didn't want to be rude. No, and I I honestly wouldn't have thought that that's a cool thing to do. Anyways, so I. Well, yeah, because again, okay, going back to the store. So yeah, so they had like you know, one copy of like a handful of new comics. They had like seven old shitty trades. And, yeah, their trade you know, selection like, was weird. It was just nothing there. It's fucking strange. And so like you 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 think you know, because I've been to shops that are like primarily like gaming show gaming stores that have some comics. So. And the name of the place is something like, you know, it was a very gaming type name of the store. So maybe that's the, that's the deal. But they also didn't have any gaming shit. <laughs> they had like a few binders of like magic cards. Like it was, it was, there's no fucking way they sell comics and gaming shit in that store. As I'm trying to tell you, like, there's no way that place is on the up and up at all. <laughs> like there's no fucking way. Did you, maybe I, they're trying to feel out the waters. It's like, hey. Would your buddy want some crack? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I was uh, sending the link to the call to Zero because he's going to jump on when we do actual fantasy football. Did you guys mention the wall of like older back issue comics that were bleached by the sun? I don't think I even noticed that. You didn't they, notice I, that? Those those oh, man, it was there. Been, it was there. I think those might have been like gaming guides, but. They were not by a window, but they were no. all bleached by the sun. Yeah, they were like, like there was like old like imagine you know a D and D game manual from like eight years it's, ago. It's almost like it was a fucking police sting, and a, and the police constructed this comic shop 
as a ruse. <laughs> and like we they two hundred dollars. But then they yeah. forgot it was a ruse, and this is just their life now. <laughs> They actually go to work, report on time. <laughs> they put a comic shop together based on what they saw on Big Bang Theory and a budget of $150. <laughs> it was weird. Yeah, that they checks were, out. Okay, they were lovely people. Sure. They were probably the loveliest people we met outside of the venue. Yeah. And also, another thing I thought was interesting in the back issues, there was never, like, there were just weird long boxes, but there is never more than one copy of each book. No, no, not one of anything. Like, it's I, it was somebody's collection. Yeah, it somebody, was just a big collection they bought. Somebody yeah, some died. Savage, they can't put shit in order. Yeah, somebody died or couldn't afford their storage unit anymore, and said, "Here, use these in your police sting." <laughs> <laughs> hey, Howard, uh, your son's got some comics, right? <laughs> Bring them shits up here. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but not to say that we didn't meet some interesting characters in the venue. Um, those we should bring up as we go through the shows, I think. See, but I mean, we can try, but that's true. We got all kind of shows together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But uh, in front of Goat and I uh, sat the world's most friendliest Satanists. Uh, these little skinny uh, Satanist folks, are they're all they're 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 devil patches. Um, they were very nice. They were very nice, but um, boy, do they have a, they, they had. I, I wish they hadn't had left. Because yeah, where'd they go? I wonder. They went fluttering about well, everywhere. To visit or go back? <laughs> it was little Nikki. <laughs> yeah, little Nikki. They were super nice and friendly, and like the the one dude wanted to get beers many many times, uh, and the the girl was like always I, like this kind of. I thought know, they were drinking hard liquor. You know what? I think they may have been drinking they, cocktails, they too. Might yeah. yeah, it was both. He went a bunch of times. But, you know, she'd kind of but be But they never around. seemed, like, fucked up. No, <laughs> no. Okay, not as fucked up as some. Let's, oh. just, let's just do that. They were yeah. never just, they were never <laughs> screaming and belligerent. They were, just <laughs> they were having a good time. Yeah. Good time. She's like, so where are you guys from? And I'm like, oh, well, me and this guy, we're from Tennessee. Uh, Kelly's from... Uh, Milwaukee and these cats all came to Florida. We're all having things to go. Oh, it's great, 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 great. Um, hey, um, if you need a place to stay, you can come back and crash on our floor. <laughs> I'm like, well, that's nice, but I mean, we're in a couple of days. We're good. We have a place we're staying. It's fine. Um, so, um, you want to have a threesome uh, with me and my husband? That's what I'm saying. How about yeah. a foursome? <laughs> so, where, 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 where are you from? She's like, oh, well, I'm from Phoenix originally, but I moved here a few years ago. And, uh, I was homeless for a little bit, but by choice. <laughs> and before I could go, go on. Because <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear that fucking story real bad. Uh, homie came back and they kind of fell into themselves. Very much in love, obviously. Yes. But she had, on the corners of her mouth, I I'm touching them, but you can't see them because this is not a video element. She had, at the corners of her mouth, were, were bleeding. Like, and she she covered up her makeup, but almost like she had tried to start like a little Joker smiles, like not a lot, but just just enough where if you look closely, it was there, and it was like, huh, there's some shit going on with you, lady. <laughs> right. Like I want to know everything about your whole fucking deal, <laughs> but <laughs> because boy, am I interested. But then they 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 left and uh, spread the love of Satan somewhere else, and that's that's yep. you know that's okay, good for them. And then a very excitable young lad came and sat in front of us. <laughs> Boy, did he love Grado. Yeah. 
and he and he, he did that and then like he lifts away and some fucking uncle materialized in front of us out of nowhere oh. that was yeah i kept ama- I kept being amazed by like how many people were just sitting in front of us at spring break yeah, like and i i didn't i didn't see that fucking uncle sit down he was just no, there i <laughs> didn't re- i kind of thought he'd morphed in from the first guy or the second guy into that guy but then i was like wait a minute what no uh, this guy's in final form it was the week of the uncle it was <laughs> Uncle, Uncle Mania. Uncles. It was Uncle Mania. <laughs> Uncle Mania running wild. Like, that's that's gonna, like just running bits all fucking week. It was so great. Like, I can't. I keep saying weekend, but it was practically a fucking week. It wasn't yeah, even a weekend. Practically, yeah. Wednesday afternoon to Mon- Monday morning. Yeah, it was it was a fucking lot. Um, I think it was the same show. Was that no? That wasn't the uh, that wasn't Becky Mania. Wasn't no Becky-, Becky Mania was the WN Super Show right before Spring Break. Yeah, fucking Becky. Woof. And also, one of my favorite things about this whole weekend is then going on Twitter and finding other people talking about these oh, yeah. people that we've seen as well, <laughs> and oh, they fill in little comrades. details of the story that we didn't get. Yeah, that's great. So what we saw was this fucking giraffe-sized blonde chick, drunk, yelling things at the crowd, yelling things at the wrestlers within, what, third row? And often getting the wrestlers' names wrong. Yeah. She's yelling at them, too. (laughs) She was third row, and she was was a hot fucking mess. There were her friends. I felt bad for all of her friends. That's how fucked up she was. Yeah. And she became the, the target of our bits <laughs> for the rest of that show to the point where we dubbed her Becky and then everyone around us then also dubbed her Becky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy just, shit. Like from two or three rows back, you just hear, God damn it, Becky. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great. And then later on, we spot her out in the smoking section having what looks like fisticuffs with some dude. Yeah. yeah, he was like pushing her, holding her back from something else. Yeah, I, it was really hard to tell what was happening because it looked like I think the dude was holding her back, and then there was another group of people, and like there was a woman crying at the center of that group. <laughs> I've never got the story on that. Like, I don't know what that was about. I think they were sitting by Becky. So. She may have just called them a name or something. Oh, yeah, because some a uh, couple dudes ended up moving like five rows back to get away from her at one point. Yeah. So someone may have Becky may have said a bad word at her friend, I, I, who I I assume was her friend. They were sitting by her. And yeah, Maybe it not was, after that weekend. Yeah, exactly. Probably not after that weekend. But so Becky ended up sleeping on the Satanist floor that night. <laughs> Oh my god, I would not be surprised at all. Because <laughs> Becky was... Well, Becky wasn't at Spring Break because she got thrown out of the venue by Will Ospreay. <laughs> which we found out later. <laughs> I, li- I would like to think Will Ospreay actually dragged her out of the venue. <laughs> and then fucking Royal Rumble over-the-top roped her just out of the Ponce Train Center. And in a, in a city with thousands of people... With tens of thousands more transplanting for the weekend, somehow we found this bitch 
on the street the next day. <laughs> like, just as a joke, we're driving up to the French Quarter in our Uber, and I just see the shape of what could have been Becky. You know, tall, blonde, probably shit-faced. And I was like, haha, it's Becky. And we get a little closer, and we're like, nope, that's fucking Becky. That is Becky. <laughs> Keep driving. Keep driving. It's It was a fucking trip. Shit, you know, now that I think about it, I'm really wondering if Becky was that annoying woman on the airplane on the way to from St. Louis to <laughs> New Orleans. Oh, wow. It let's might just, have been. Let's just say she is. I think it is. Because now that I... Now that I, I never made this connection until just now, I think that was her. Becky is the patron saint of basic bitches. Yeah. Well, because I remember, because I remember her saying that I think she she and her her man were going to Mania, and I remember people saying that she kept talking about that when she was being super lit <laughs> at the WWN Super Show. What was the one quote? that you said oh uh because she was talking to some like she sat she and her man sat next to this guy on the plane and she goes she's talking to him and i just overheard her go you know how people are having like marches for like everything now i want to have a march for caviar (laughs) i think people could get behind that (laughs) that's a fucking becky thing to say yeah so becky God damn it. Extremely fucking Becky. She and was a the, Becky, all right. The last kind of real A-Squad character, I think, that, that <laughs> I ran into at least was this fucking Jamoke uh, who sat with us or next to us at uh, Kaiju. Travis, oh, God, yes. Travis Bickle cosplay. Yeah, Travis Bickle cosplay. Yeah. <laughs> the most intense person we met all weekend. <laughs> because Kaiju is open seating. Like, they fucking come in, just do your thing, and to know everyone. Leeches are taped off because they know they're not drawing that many people. Yeah, yeah. So we we were sitting like right we're there. side. Yeah, yeah we side. were up. Against, we were on the guardrail. Yeah. So we were. I'll bet if you watch Kaiju Big Battle on uh, WN Live, you'll see us all over that motherfucker. Yeah, I guarantee it. <laughs> we're all over that damn thing. I kind of want to watch it just to see. Uh, I was like, dude, don't look fat. Don't look fat. Don't look fat. <laughs> I think Goat ran into him first, waiting in line. He's like in line, and there's like a family with a couple teenage daughters in front of him, and he's just kind of hanging to his thing. And this fucking Jamoke walks up and gets like right up on him, like like uncomfortably close, and says, "Hey, if you were a flavor of soda, what flavor would you be?" And Goat just no sells him. <laughs> <laughs> You don't really think about it, but it's like a really, really important question. And these girls look around, look at Goat, and Goat's like, I don't want this motherfucker. And he's like, because if, and he just pimps away. <laughs> I do not need my drink that bad. I'll fucking come back. Yeah. And then, of course, he's sat next, right next to us. Of course. <laughs> yeah, he leans and into me. And full of questions like that. Yeah. Um, initially, the first thing he said to us he, he was asking about ice cream, like what our flav- favorite flavor of ice cream was. And he goes, yo, mine's rum raisin. And I feel like that's just like New Orleans thing, you know? And we're like, yeah, that's kind of... And he's like, yeah, that's kind of like an old person flavor. And we're like, yeah, you know, whatever. And he just kept going on about whatever. And he goes, you know, that's what I like about these shows. You can just talk to anybody. It's not like these uppity white people shows where you just have to like 
you know, just just not talk to anybody. And I'm looking around. I'm like, dude, there's like one not white person here. <laughs> yeah, Literally, mean- everyone that you're talking to is white except for Jose and and Sakimoto. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that guy was distant and like well, like. It's a superintendent. And then he, like, he would go on and ask. I know he asked Jose about uh, what meat would could, I give if, up? Yeah, if there was one meat you would give up, which would it be? Chicken, beef, or pork? Which then fuck us. We ended up talking about it great length the next day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's when I question. said, you know, I'm going to go look at something. And then I just got up and wandered around the venue for a bit, hoping he would leave. <sighs> he didn't leave. Yeah. I was very uh, tempted to tell him later. Please stop flipping off the monsters. <laughs> You're doing it far too much. Energy's all wrong for this show, bro. Like, calm it down. Like, keep doing the bar, the part where you're like flapping your wings at the bird one. That's cool. Like, that's supportive. I like that. And he was but, like strongly on Doctor Cube's side the entire time, except for the main event. Until the main event, and he was, like, <laughs> cheering for every Dr. Cube guy fucking love Dr. Cube. Dr. Cube is the supervillain of Kaiju Big Battle, and he, yeah. has, he has his fucking stable of minions. The posse. Yeah. And then once he saw that uh, Unicorn Party was against one of Dr. Cube's dudes, the rest of the time was, fuck you, Dr. Cube. <laughs> it's like, really? When the intermission hit, I think he had, like, 14 empties in front of him. Like, he was fucking lit up. Yeah. They were doing a real good job at that bar, making sure not to overserve people. They <laughs> <laughs> said, all you white people look alike. That fucking bar at spring break was never less than 100 people long. Yeah. That was the most crowded wrestling event I've ever been to in my life. Like, I feel like we, we, we kind of, it was a sleeper hit for us last year. You know, I mean, word of mouth travels fast. Oh, yeah. And between the good word of mouth and a pretty fucking stat card, like it was standing room only. Like they ended up having to bring out more chairs for people to sit in because there there was no room yeah, for people to sit in the bleachers. And it was very cool, and it was a, it was a really good energy. Like everyone, it was it was a fucking rad time. People were great. ready to party and have a good time. It was fucking spring break. Yep, it was good. Uh, perhaps the best part: the Invisible Man got retribution and yep. won the clusterfuck match, like he should have last year. <laughs> he earned it. The he clus- earned it. The clusterfuck, which went on twenty minutes longer than it needed to. It was way too long. It was too long. We didn't it get out. Like, it was a clusterfuck. Yeah, that was like my only complaint about that show is that the clusterfuck was yeah. far. It just too long. It, the the show was too long. We didn't get out of there until four a.m. Yeah, that's too After long. Spending all day long talking about how, like, you know, man, they're really running shit tight. Like, I feel like you know, everything's on time, and that the shows are shorter this year, but not to the point where you feel ripped off. Like, it's, it's really good. I like it. You know, cut to three thirty. Oh my god, it's still going. Hour four of <laughs> Joey Janelle's spring break. Yeah, and like, I don't blame. I can't say that I'm upset with how long Janela versus Sasuke was. No. Like, if anything should get time, it no. should be that. You take the, you take the time from the clusterfuck and maybe l- even lose one of those opening bouts. Yeah, because <clears throat> like the the opener, I enjoyed. It was good, but you didn't need. No, you could have thrown all those dudes in the clusterfuck, and, and they could have done anything. all of those spots. Teddy yeah. Hart, fucking all those guys. Yeah, Teddy Hart, who 
was scheduled for two shows that we were seeing over the weekend showed up to two of them. Yep. And was was on time as far as it seemed. And as far as I know, he made his booking for Impact versus Lucha Underground too. Good well, for that. Damn. Good for that guy. Everybody grows yeah. up eventually. Now Loki and fucking Alberto Del Rio, that's another story. Yeah. Alberto Del Rio is the new Teddy Hart. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> He's going to start selling uh, But nowhere near as talented. <laughs> start selling exotic cats. Yeah. Cuz like I say, every time you see Teddy Hart, Fucking does something you've never seen before. <laughs> so let's uh, be... let let's run through the eight shows real quick and just see if, right. see if any of us have any comments on those. Because man, we, like we can't go through every single match. We'll be here for three days. No, 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 no fucking way. Well, yeah. uh, the, the... So we started off the weekend with uh, GCW presents Matt Riddle's spring uh, Matt Riddle's Bloodsport, which was uh, no ropes on the ring, all shoot fighting. Yep, but not I, not like shoot shoot fighting. But yeah, shoot, shoot fighting. style. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad we saw it, but I don't think I need to see that again. I think it could be tweaked. Yeah, I think it, it's got room for improvement. Yeah, it does. There's there was too many guys that aren't good at that style on it, and the referee was kind of shitty at times. Well, yeah. the the guys that aren't good at that style, you use those guys to do some of the bits like you know, don't fall out of the ring. You know, doing the arm bar where you're hanging outside the ring. Do do more bits with the concept. Or have them go in there and be like the bruiser. Yeah. Against the guy who has got to have the fucking salt in the eye bit. <laughs> Jose was very much about recreating Jean-Claude Van Damme's blood sport at Matt Riddle's blood sport. And then he realized that Kelly's never seen it. And Yeah, every and- time he'd say these things, I'm like, I don't understand. And then the rest this. of the weekend... Jose was taking Kelly under the learning tree and teaching him all these things about the many years he's been on this earth. Yeah, I will say the two standouts on that show were definitely Walter versus Tom Lawler and uh, Suzuki versus Riddle. Yeah. um, Walter, you called it, Kelly. Just this, Told you guys. <laughs> this lovable Australian boy. He doesn't Austrian. play lovable. Uh, Austrian, yes. He doesn't play lovable, but boy, no. big old beefy boy, big old boy, like straight out of a a fucking Indiana Jones movie. Like he should be guarding an aircraft. His music a is big great. old beefy aircraft. Yeah, big old boy <laughs> just gets you know ends up fucking punching Indiana Jones in the face at some point. Man, great look, great music, great fucking entrance, and just he hurt people. Not like, like not in a careless way. Not in like a sexy star way. Right. But, no, <laughs> but his like when you're going into a Walter match, you know what you're getting, his, and it's a Bruce chest. Yes, yes. His fucking chops are no joke, and and it's it's not like a a Ric Flair like smack. It's it's not like a it's a it's a thud. It's a it's gunshot. A, <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! And it's a and sick sound. It's a sick fucking sound. If you want to see the result of Walter's chops, go on Twitter and see if you can find the picture of Quebecer Pierre Carl Ouellet and his chest after their spring break match together. It is black. Who fucking brought? He brought, brought the it. Shit out of it. M- maybe, yep. and this was his breakout 
Like, dude's getting a bunch of bookings now. Oh, good, good for him. I saw he's facing uh, Matt Riddle on some show in New York in nice. June, <laughs> I think. Uh, not not to jump around, but, you know, he was a fucking tag team Mountie in 90s WWF. And then, what, dropped off the face of the earth? He was probably a trainer or something? Did he have a... He, yeah, he was working indies. Like, he and Walter had met before in, okay. like, WXW in Germany. And this old Mountie comes to spring break and is going toe-to-toe with this young bull, Walter, and doing moonsaults and hurricane ranas. And the best part was before the match, Walter gave him the chance to back yes. out. Like, Wrestling is no place for, for Canadian policemen. <laughs> yeah, there's no place for a Canadian policeman right now. You can go ahead and leave. Yeah. And he fucking brought it. It, it was, was great. It, it was yep. it was one of the better matches of that card. Yeah. It was it, great. It was but, uh, back to Bloodsport. Uh, yes. So as we mentioned earlier, uh Wednesday night, Loki had dropped out of the card. And Game Changer Wrestling stepped up and replaced him with Minoru Goddamn Suzuki. <laughs> who which is Which was an even better match, who... I think. And those guys killed it. Like I I loved that match. It had an incredible big fight feel. And it was just cool getting to see Suzuki's entrance and scream Kaze Ninare at him. <laughs> Tell the people at home who might not know about Suzuki. What are his uh, credits? Uh, he's a legit badass. Like He's a uh, former King of Pancras, uh, pioneer in MMA, uh, brought the shoot, helped bring back the shoot style to uh, wrestling. And is just a legend. He's the current leader of Suzuki Goon in uh, New Japan. He's just all around cool and scary man. That if you was... put him in there with Riddle, another guy who like legit knows what the fuck he's doing. So yeah. all their stuff looked really, really great. Yeah. And I was going to give me shit because... <laughs> I wasn't giving I you no, shit. I got no fucking tolerance for just <laughs> shitty form. Like, what do this like, make it look good. And I saw some whack ass trying. Who who had the worst form of the weekend, Lee? Uh, this one fucking dude. I wish I knew the name. I don't know a lot of the guy's names, but he won with this triangle. I swear to God, I'll be able to to pop off. It was like the wackest shit I've ever seen. Was it uh, Dominic Guarini? I'm gonna look it up. Dominic. Uh... <laughs> was it at Bloodsport? Yeah, yeah. Okay, because yeah, I think. That was the only one that ended with uh, Spell that for triangle. Me. Dominic what? Greeny? Yeah. Spell it. Uh, Dominic and then Garini, G-A-R-R-I-N-I. Oh, I'm never going to get that right. This fucking guy, Dominic, get your shit together. Take uh, a- no, his shit was good. Take okay, a- yeah, I was going to say, I thought his stuff seemed good. But Take- as far no, as his I- shit was good, because he, uh, he looked pretty damn legit. Now, this is some big motherfucker that, like... No. Are you it's talking not, about Dan not. the Beast Severn? That's not cool. No. <laughs> Sada, was it? No. Uh, no, I don't remember. Some some big white dude with a beard. Uh, was it? Robert Kirkman? Was it KTB? It might have been KTB. I think it's KTB. Okay, yeah, that makes sense because dude does not belong in that kind of style match. Yeah, it was KTB. That guy sucks. Well, uh. This guy, Dominic Green, was like, he's legit. He's like a BJ. Yeah, no, he's legit. That's why I was kind of surprised that <laughs> if it was going to be him. Now, this guy, is, this is the real deal. But that, uh, that guy, KTB, was 
horse shit. Yeah, but he, no. like that's that's the wrong type of match for him because he. Yeah. we saw him a couple times last year, and he was he was pretty good. Like I was honestly surprised he did as well as he did in that match. Like Eddie Kingston doing that blood sport thing was weird too. Like that's yeah. not a thing he should be doing. Yeah, that's Eddie Kingston should thrive in blood sport. That's the guy you fucking take advantage of the no ropes. Right. That's, that's the guy that fucking throws salt into somebody's eyes. Yeah, at one point, <laughs> didn't Nick Gage and uh, Timothy Thatcher go outside the ring? A little bit, yeah. yeah. Okay. Because at one point, I think, uh, yeah, G- Gage gave Thatcher a suplex on the floor. Yeah. Ne- you needed more of that with some of those, some of those uh, ultra-violent guys. And Nick Gage. Nick Gage. Boy, it, it was... <laughs> It was spooky being in the same room as that man so many times this past weekend. <laughs> he he has this air about him that you think at any moment he could fucking lock onto you and come across the room <laughs> and just wreck your shit. He he was threatening to be out in the parking lot every night. Like said, come fucking fight come, anybody. Yeah. That includes fucking fans. You don't believe me? Meet me on the fucking lot. Come fucking find me. There was that time where he locked eyes with me from the, <laughs> the ring. <laughs> but you were probably cheering for him. No, no, he he was he gave me like the salute. Oh, nice. <laughs> I'm MDK now. <sighs> Love you, little man. <laughs> Kelly, you MDK. <laughs> fucking gang affiliated, homie. Yeah. I go get fucking hugs. <laughs> That guy is high energy. Uh, oh. We saw him. Uh, he also wrestled Pentagon at spring break, which should have been fucking rad. Yeah, like, but that one you could tell was definitely hampered by the athletic commission stuff. For sure. Which is like, a it was shame. Still, it was still fun. It was cool. Yeah, but it just it. wasn't the blood fest that we all wanted. Yeah. yeah. We, we did not get that Matt Tremont Pentagon match of the no. weekend. Because, yeah. Pentagon will go to, he'll put in work. He'll fucking get nasty with you. And you know Nick Gage will. So that could have been fucking just a. Just if you'll a, believe him, meet him out in the fucking lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was probably, everybody was kind of freaking out about the athletic commission going into it. And that's the only thing I felt like it really impacted was like some yeah. of the more ultra violent guys. Um, otherwise, like, you know, all the shit about not being able to jump over the rope, go, none of that shit. Matter. Yeah, there were plenty like, of pile drivers, even though Jimmy Lloyd got ejected from the building for giving a pile driver to the Invisible Man. Though, yeah. really, the only pile drivers we saw were on the Pancakes show, and from what I heard, they actually got mad about that. Oh! <laughs> yeah, uh, they're, they're doing pile drivers inside, but we can't have fucking syrup inside. No pancakes. Zero pancakes inside. No syrup outside. I wonder, yeah, no syrup okay, at all. Okay, okay. I wonder if it was, okay, you can have your pancakes and syrup, but you can't have the pancakes inside. So they put the signs up that said no pancakes. And then someone was like, oh, no, 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 no fucking syrup at all. <laughs> and then, like, maybe you could have eaten pancakes inside because you could eat, you could get food from outside and bring it in, right? Yeah, yeah. So Lee and I ate those amazing burgers. Yeah, inside yeah. There. So maybe it was oh, they didn't want the syrup inside, but you could eat the pancakes inside. It was, it was, it sucked. <laughs> but did not embrace the spirit. Yeah, of there. But fucking. Right, so, uh, any other thoughts on Bloodsport? No, that's about it. Uh, but right. besides, uh, people did not like Thatcher. 
No. <laughs> and that's been like a running theme throughout his American career. A lot of people don't like him. Just and cause? a lot of that had to do with his really shitty Evolve title run. Like where just matches of didn't work and, and the, people weren't into it at all. So and then the he kind of went away for a couple months and became great again. So the stink is just kind of on him still. Yeah, so people just instinctually don't like him. But like his tag team stuff with Walter is always awesome. And I, I've I've I turned the corner on him. I originally really disliked him, but now I, I've, I've turned the corner. I have no problem with him as Walter's tag team partner, but I wish Walter had someone beefier as his tag team partner. Like Walter and PCO should be a tag team. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it was red shit. I I, uh, I came around on the like the big dude little dude tag team this weekend. Like I, I like the the dynamic is pretty cool. I like that. Well, yeah, but when you're when you're Brian Cage, anyone that's your tag team partner is little dude. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> so that uh, evolve was late Thursday night. Yes, and had which was probably top best. to bottom the best wrestling show of the weekend. Yeah, the best goddamn wrestling match I've ever seen in my life. That was at the WWN Super Show. Was that well, that one? But he won the Evolve belt there. Yes, this is where Matt Riddle beat Zack Saber. Okay, that wasn't the best one. No, that was a good match. I enjoyed yeah. that match a lot. That match was good, but, it wasn't but I I match. loved the match of the night for sure. For me, was Thatcher and Walter versus Sakamoto and Sawa. Yeah, that was really good. That's right. That was a really good one. Sakamoto was a, another great character of the weekend. <laughs> Fucking love God. that guy. That guy just loves life. Walking him around. And, him and Sawa both just loving it every second of the weekend. He, he, Mar- me and Mary were talking about it today. He's got those dwarf proportions, but he's like a five foot eight Japanese dude. But he's fucking. He's uh, Asian Big E. What yeah, Jose compared him to. And, you know, walking around the venue in nothing but a shirt. <laughs> And his tights, so it looked like he was Winnie the Pooh in it everywhere. <laughs> that, that was the uh, blast cut look. <laughs> yeah, chopping the shit out of Walter, but just God bless him. Not it quite just, giving like, as much as he got. But how and Sawa was so great too. Like this was only the second match of his I've ever seen, and he's just this excitable weirdo. That just, like, if you hit him not hard enough, he thinks it's funny and then just kicks the shit out of you. It was interesting seeing the influx of Japanese talent this year compared to last it year. Not, it was really cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome seeing seeing those two, the New Japan guys and the other shows, Maiko Setsumura and Pancakes and Piledrivers. Like, a lot of cool Japanese talent get brought in. Yeah, Bushi came out for one of the shows, fucking... Boy Tanahashi came in. Like it was, yep. it was really cool. Yeah, that evolved card was really good. Like, yeah, I, I forgot about the Zack Saber Jr. part because that guy bores me to fucking tears. He does, but, but the, see, the, and I thought you'd like him. I, I like Zack Saber. I have like, never been impressed by Zack Saber Jr. match. I don't know why people lose their fucking minds over that dude. Because like, I love all the the submission stuff. His shit looks good. He knows what he's doing for sure. But like, it just that doesn't lend itself to like an exciting wrestling match. Like I like the dude that like will do all that shit like when he needs to, but like that's that's his whole fucking gimmick is that and like lackadaisical bitch kicks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. 
Yeah, no, I, I like that kind of British World of Sports style. Because he really wrenches his stuff in and makes it look like it fucking hurts. Yeah, shit looks good. It definitely looks good, but nah. Uh, was that the show that had uh, Keith Lee and Darby Allen on it? Yes. yes. That was fun. Uh, Keith Lee, who had a car accident the day of and then wrestled nine matches over the course of the weekend. (laughs) Fucker put in some work. It was great. Yeah, but Matt Riddle won and got the Evolved Championship. Which, our first title change that we've ever seen at a WrestleMania week show, which was really cool. Into uh, the crash... Friday morning at noon, which was also a great show. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what? I might, I might have to take back what I said about Evolve being the best wrestling show because that Crash show was like four star matches, at least across it. The Crash was good, but a lot of the matches felt rushed to me because there were a lot to do, man. Lot, yeah. Yeah, but that, that's how you keep it on fucking point. I mean, maybe not, still not a little, but... Yeah, because there was a lot of times where it was just like, oh, uh, oh uh, that was the end. All right. But no, you had uh, uh, Pentagon and Austin Aries was the main event. That was a really solid match. Uh, fucking six-man tag with a bunch of new dudes you don't know facing off against Ella Parka. Uh, fucking Psychosis. Uh, psychosis. And, and Damien six six six. And my God, that chubby bastard can still get it. <laughs> yep. He still goes for it. He still goes for it. Those fucking dudes are going nuts. Um, one of the most fun matches from that was the uh, four way match with what was this three way? Was three way with uh, Cage, Sammy, and Willie Mack, and that match was fucking bonkers. Brian Cage, who is basically. If the Hulk w- was a wrestler and the Hulk cut a mohawk into his hair. And then Willie Mack, who is a uh, fucking big fat black dude. <laughs> yeah, just and, like- and and then with Sally, Sammy Callahan doing some straight up lucha shit. Yeah, but like, you know, Willie Mack and Cage do, are they, do shit that like big dudes shouldn't be able yeah. to do. And they do it really, really well. So it's super fun to watch. Like Willie Mack doing moonsaults and dives and shit and Cage's big ass doing hurricane ranas and 619s and, and other crazy bullshit like it was ups. nuts Willie Mack doing multiple kip ups yeah yeah biggest kip ups yep. uh, he's got a good stunner too yeah. yeah that 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 was a really really fun fun show like yeah that. I think other than the six man uh, my favorite match was was uh, Phoenix versus Flamita yeah that was a good one because those guys they brought some flippy shit. <laughs> yeah, which was great. It was a great way to, to kick off the day. And then kept on goddamn going. Uh, we did Rev Pro, Rev Pro at that. 4. Well, yeah, we, well, we took a break at, to uh, go check out the WrestleMania store, which was across the street. Oh, man, that was that time, wasn't and, it? Yeah. And we didn't realize it was just across the street, so we're walking all over New Orleans, and we've got this just... Group of nerds. It was like Pied Piper just trying to find the fucking WrestleMania store because their signage sucked. It was We're just comrades. Right, yeah. Brothers was, in arms. It was just right across the street. You better not bring right a bag in, though. Most helpful employee of access. 
<laughs> we're walking outside. We see this dude people, walking up. People deep at this point. Yeah, we, we we see this dude walking up in a yellow WrestleMania Access staff shirt. And Lee says, "I was like, hey, excuse me, can you tell us where the store is?" And he pretended like he didn't even hear. <laughs> no, hello, no, fuck you, no nothing. Just go, and I'm like, all right, thanks, appreciate it. <laughs> I am off the clock, motherfucker. You should ask me that shit a half hour ago. But we eventually found it, and it was gross. Yeah, it sucked. Mary it wouldn't sucked. go in because they were going to make her check her bag, and Jose didn't go in because he thought they were going to make him check the camera. So oh, they then, were just cunts about bags. I, I had just gone through security, and they wouldn't let me go back out the entrance to be with Mary, so I had to yeah, walk that's away. that's the difference between you and me. Yeah, Because, well. like, that lady's not going to physically stop you're right. me going out the door. You're, no, you're right. You're right. They're going to make me leave? I want to leave anyway. <laughs> yeah, then you run into the fucking Gronkowski security guard. Yeah. Come back and Lee's fucking face down handcuffed. Yeah. I just wanted to leave. <laughs> so the only two, well, it was Goat, Lee, and Kelly got to go through the store. And what, you you guys lasted about five minutes in there? Yeah. It was yeah. Gross. It sucked. Overpriced shit. Overpriced shit. And just like, again, they're so cunty about bags. You and couldn't. It wasn't like the super on brand. Like, you couldn't go in wearing a fanny pack or carrying a money in the bank briefcase. Or, like, you couldn't go in with, like, diaper bags were one of the prohibited yeah. items. And, like, you can't ask a parent of a baby to go fucking anywhere without a diaper bag. That's outrageous. And they had the money. They were selling the money in the bank briefcases. They were $85. And, like, there was a placard next to them that says, hey, you can't bring this shit into access. <laughs> so we'll take your 85 bucks. Be better go check this motherfucker and put it in the hotel. And come back for your access experience. Yeah. Hope you didn't want a picture in the ring with that money in the bank briefcase. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. So yeah, well, and then we had another show at the Sugar Mill. After that, yeah, right? that was the, that was the Rev Pro show, which was solidly attended. Yeah, like standing room good. only. Good crowds. Good. It was. It uh, was really good to see nice. Swelling crowds to the point where they had to get more chairs to seat everybody. Right. Yeah. Open up more of the uh and open up more bleacher seating and all that. Yeah, because those those Thursday shows that one. Um The opener was uh with David Starr and Martin Stone. It was one of really my favorite fun. matches of the whole weekend. Really because those dudes just beat the hell out of each other. Really solid. That's the one with uh Abushi had a tag match with uh Homeboy with the shitty pants, right? Am I making that up? The shitty pants. Uh, Juice Robinson? No. Yeah. Well, he was on that show, but no. Juice was teaming with uh, Tanahashi. Ah, yeah. Okay. It was uh, the match you're thinking of is Rocky Romero, Will Osprey, and Chucky e. T uh, taking on Kota Ibushi, Flip Gordon, and Shane Strickland. And that, that's right. That that's might right. have been, that was really good. That might have been one of one of my favorite matches of the weekend. Yeah, like yeah. shit, like. Shit came out of nowhere. And people lost their minds for Ibushi. Yep. He's so good. The the exchange between Ibushi and Osprey was so good. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. Like you got to see Chucky e. T doing awesome Chucky e. T shit. <laughs> Just being a cartoon character of himself. Mary's like, this guy's fun. <laughs> oh, he's so fun. <laughs> 
Uh, Shane Strickland kicking ass as always. Like, that was that was that was a solid card. That was a good one. Didn't see him as much as I wanted to. Yeah, he didn't work as much as he did last year. Eleven thousand shows. Here four times. Yeah. Damn good though. It was really good. Uh, and then the WWE so Super Show. Yeah, the the WWN Super Show was our third show of Saturday, and this it was, is Saturday was full, you guys. And and this was eight p.m. Yes, at, at the yes. other venue. So there was the Sugar Mill, which was right by Access, uh, you know, right across the river, and then the Poncha Train, which is was another twenty minutes out. So then we had to we had to go between these two venues. And WWN was another one of those that was almost full, but not quite spring break full. Good, yeah, but not 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 quite that packed. But that's and that's the one where I, I saw I got it fucked up earlier. This is where I saw the the best live wrestling match I've ever seen in my life, and that yeah. was the Riddle Osprey match Osprey, was yeah. next fucking level. Yeah, because yeah, that match was incredible, and it was Riddle as newly crowned Evolved Champion too. Yeah. Which- Good on that kid. Win it one night, defend it the next. Fuck it, let's do yep. this. I'm not here to fuck around. Yeah, Matt Riddle just obviously having the time of his life all weekend long, just loving life, Sakamoto style. Um, Sakamoto but just doing some insane shit with Real Osprey. It was it, incredible. Dominate. I was so trying to good. figure out who does he remind me of the whole weekend, and I got it on the drive home. <laughs> Stevo. Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> Matt Riddle is ripped, long-haired, gorgeous Stevo. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> Stunts, it's fighting. Yeah. Speaking of Sakimoto, he went up against Keith Lee in that show too. Yeah, that was and damn good. That was impressive. They had a good old time. Couple big boys, and then after the match, Nick Gage attacked Keith Lee. And cut a promo again, challenging people to fight in the parking lot. <laughs> Just not fucking around. And to the point where we're like, like oh mom. shit, you want to go see Style Battle tomorrow? And we're like, maybe. <laughs> we'll and play then, it by ear. Yeah. Did not happen. Yeah, I went like. Live I rest. think I went four and a half on Sakamoto versus Keith Lee. Four and a quarter on Dickinson and Jocko versus Walter and Tim Thatcher. That was a really good match, too. And then the full five on Riddle and Osprey. Get the full five. Just balls deep on that five. Seen. It was incredible. Uh, I got to put this out there. Uh, one of the standouts for me and Mary both, DJZ. You know, yes, not, that not dude's great. Fun. He wasn't doing anything yeah. incredible, but his gimmick was great. His entrance is great. The fact that he would point to the soundboard and it would play a damn air horn. It was a great bit. <laughs> yeah. And then no, that guy's awesome. Fucking spring break, man. Then fucking spring break. Packed to the goddamn gills was spring break. And everyone, like, they started playing Bohemian Rhapsody at about 1220. You know, the show's supposed to start at 12. And like they dimmed the lights, and they started playing Bohemian Rhapsody, and the entire place is singing it, just ready, <laughs> ready for Spring Break too. Everyone, it was, it was, everybody was there to have a good time. Yep, that was a really good show. Um, we almost had too much of a good time. Four hours <laughs> of a good time. Yeah, 
I mean, we talked about it earlier, but uh, PCO versus Walter was the best match of that show, I think. Yeah. Uh, and then the, very closely followed behind by Janela versus Sasuke. Had a good time with the fun uh, James Ellsworth Matt Brittle match. That was yes. Kind of yeah. But Mary made a great fucking point. There's a bit in that match, you know, James Ellsworth. For those listening, he. he He's a man with no no chin. He's just all neck and then mouth. Like that's part of his his gimmick is he's he's a weird looking dude. So at some point guy. at one point in the match Matt Riddle goes to knee <laughs> knee him in the chin and he misses because there's no chin. Yeah, he doesn't have to move out of the way. It just misses because there's nothing to connect right. to it. It was really fucking funny. But that then was so good. But then Matt Riddle ends up winning with a rear chin lock. Like, he should be impervious to any chin attacks. Yeah, I really thought he was just going to slip out of that. I could, I could, it could have been a little more, little more uh, done there, but it was still a pretty fun match. It was great. Yeah, and then the... And then the main event, Joey, Janela versus Sasuke. Both oh, but first, before we taking... move on, I want to cut you off, but the, the clusterfuck match, which, again, did go on a little bit too long. But it had some great moments. Was... That was the first time we got to see uh, Session Moth Martina. <laughs> and she was fucking delightful. Uh, <laughs> Kelly doesn't like her. No. Oh, she's I so see fun. why people like her. She's so fun. She's, she's like, she's like the, the, the female version of Joey Ryan. She's this thick Irish party girl. Who does does very a very similar Joey Ryan gimmick where she's you know rubbing her butt on everybody and very sexual and innuendo, but it, it it's it's fun. It's a fun bit. And At one point, she reaches into her tights and pulls out a condom from her tights and like goes full on like Socko or a, a used condom. Like, that yeah, might be the grossest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it's so fun. Though. It was so great. Uh, it was so great, and I thought it was such an interesting special bit. And then she did it the very next morning <laughs> at Pancakes right, yeah, and Pile yeah, Driver. Yeah. Took, took a little magic away, but that's okay. But if that's her thing, you know, go for it. That that's her soccer. And she had a a, a powerful vagina like uh, Joey Ryan's magic dick, and and they had like a little. Chain wrestling segment at Pancakes and Pile Drivers with the with their dick and her pussy. It was fun. It was it was really really stupid. It was really she cool. did like a snap, like homeboy who breaks like, the fingers. Broke his hand. <laughs> yeah. She, oh she had him like his hand viced in there, and then she put the crowd to be quiet, and then she like snapped it. <laughs> we should have. Jose, recap all the cards of the WrestleMania week shows that we did, and it'll be so. The f- first match was Homeboy versus this dude, <laughs> <laughs> Crazy Asian and lingerie versus. <laughs> yeah, the uh, Sasuke Janela match was great. Had the scariest fucking spot I've seen, maybe ever. Yeah, that ladder thing was so scary. Oof. Where he landed shoulders and head first on the ladder that was propped up against the ropes. So his arms and head went through the rungs, and he kind of flipped through with it still on him. 
and it like broke a little bit as he hit it. A little it bit, too. yeah. Like very impressive to see, but holy shit that it looked dangerous. Yeah, it did. Like really stupid. And then uh because why not? Uh they closed out the night with the two of those crazy bastards, karaoke, it's my life. By JBJ. By JBJ. Like the whole fucking song, it was yep. nuts. Uh like on Sasuke's favorite song to, to- karaoke. And and you know what? If you listen to the lyrics or you look at the lyrics, it's very apropos for Absolutely. Spring yeah. Break and and Sasuke. Yeah. Yeah, it worked. It made sense. It made a lot of sense. But, it's my life. It's now or never. In near four o'clock, so I'm like, I just want to go home. <laughs> yeah. So as soon as the bell, as soon as the ref counts one, two, three, and the bell rings, everybody that hadn't already left starts heading for the doors. And then, you know, we kind of mill about a little bit because we're sure that there's going to be a little bit extra. But it's time to get up out of the seats and start heading towards the door. And Joey Janelle is like, fuck all of you for leaving. This guy's a goddamn legend. You know, he put his body on the line for you. Everybody else that stayed, you're cool. But, like, come on, Joey. Give us a break. It's 4 fucking (laughs) a.m. I couldn't understand the people that left before that match. No. No, that's crazy. Like, what the? You're there. Like. Why? Well, so you can sleep an extra th- half hour? Who cares? Yeah, that shit was crazy. That's like it. it's Mania weekend, you're not there to sleep. No, that was great. Uh, pancakes and Prowl drivers the next morning was pretty fun. Uh, aside from them not allowing the pancakes in the building, which is fucking stupid. Uh, and no, <laughs> no syrup. No syrup. And like, uh, like Matt Striker, who I normally like, was not awesome doing the ring announcement. No. Oh, he yeah. sucked. He, yeah, I don't why, really like him a lot. Why was he there for that? I don't know. Uh, I feel <laughs> like he he announced pancakes and pile drivers last year. Did he? I feel like I remember that. I can't remember who did it last year. In a similar like giving commentary between matches type way, but he was uncool uncle this time. Yeah, for sure. All types of uncles there. All the uncles represented. And I'm not gonna. So cool, uncle. Yeah, I'm not gonna bullshit. I don't remember much about that show at all. Honestly, it was the most disappointing show of the weekend. I'd say had some good stuff, but just nothing that really stood out. I enjoyed the 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 opener with Jeff Cobb and Shane Strickland was really good. Solid. Yeah, came out to the Lucha Brothers versus Teddy Hart and Jack Evans. That was pretty damn good. Yeah. The uh, ladder match at the, the closest show is solid. Yeah. Fucking David Arquette. <laughs> oh my god, that's right. Yeah. So we're sitting there. <laughs> we're sitting there and I'm just people watching. And I look at this other set of bleachers and I spot this dude. And I'm like, could be just wrestling hipster, could be fucking WCW world champion David Arquette. So I look at him for a little bit and I'm watching and I point them out to everybody else and they're like huh interesting and then he gets up at one point and passes us and we're like oh yeah yeah that's david arquette 100 percent they're there to watch you know pancakes and pile drivers and then the main event comes around and the tag team who won which was what was their name uh the besties in the world the besties in the world call out david arquette <laughs> and he jumps the rail and gets in the ring it was silly it was fun very very silly fun Good times. In which they set a date for a match. Well, they said set a date. 
Yeah, at some point it looks like maybe at an AAW show they'll have a match. I, I have to give give it up for the Colt Cabana, Marty DeRosa versus Joey Ryan in Session Moth Martina match. It was a lot of fun. It, it, was a a lot fun, of fun. it was a fun garbage match. Mary really enjoyed that. Mary's a big Joey Ryan fan. Even bought him bought his shirt this weekend. I took a much needed poop during that match. <laughs> you know what? That wrestling has something for everybody. It know? does. And that's what's so great to let you poop on. Yeah. 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 That's why I could go over and talk to uh, uh, Michelle at the Progress merch table during the entire Zack Saber Junior match. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, during the. Um... It was the Shane Strickland Jeff Cobb match that was right before. I'm just like, oh, I want to see this match. Oh, I gotta poop so bad. Oh, I hope something I don't like is on next. And then like they, they're just like, oh, it's gonna be a mixed tag match. I'm like, oh fuck yeah. <laughs> and then I just get up. And, <laughs> and then that's when we had our uh, New Orleans adventure. That was very sleepy time. Uh, a little weird, a little gross. It was definitely gray. It smelled bad. Yeah, uh, but went back to the house, chilled. Everyone but me and Kelly took naps because we're fucking warriors. Hard naps. <laughs> I'm not hey, proud. You know I was talking so much shit about naps. I took one this afternoon. <laughs> Kelly, we, we all Great, got we all got like ten years on you, man. We need our naps. <laughs> we we used to run like you could back in our day. <laughs> yeah, I'm just broken, so <laughs> it's fine. That yeah, we uh, uh, then. Like what a way to close out our uh, weekend of live wrestling than with Kaiju Big Battle. It was <laughs> so fucking fun. One so of, it was one of the shows Mary was most excited for, and obviously uh, Jose's lady and Goat hadn't seen it before, but it won everybody over. And it yeah, was that was her 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 most fun match. It was, was the fun. perfect end to our eight show marathon. Like, we probably should have all gone home Sunday morning. <laughs> right? Yeah, it was hard to top. It was, it was, it's so fucking dumb. Like, if you don't know, uh, Kaiju Big Battle uh, is, it's set up, the ring has, like, the ring mat has streets and shit. They build little buildings, and all the wrestlers are in crazy, like, costumes, like, like rubber monster suits. And they range from the incredibly impressive, like, could be a Power Ranger villain, to, like, just a shitty mask with like some rubber claws and, and everything yep. in between. Uh, like, like one of the fucking wrestlers is just a giant scab. Yep. <laughs> just a straight up scab. One yep. is a uh, waffle named French Toast. <laughs> Clearly a fucking waffle. That's hilarious. Yep. There were kaiju that were coming out to the ring, and the commentators were like, I don't know what his name is. <laughs> yeah, I, this guy is so new, we don't even know what the fuck to call this guy. But yeah, the, my favorite, two favorite bits from kaiju, uh, they had like a fun police bit where whenever somebody would do one of the things that they were banned from doing, they'd come out and arrest, arrest uh, the, the, arrest the one who the move was done to, which was kind of hilarious. Um, <laughs> they did it. The one that got it done to. But never better than when one of the plantains busts out a giant razor blade and cut Burger Bear and just blood spewed from the top of this fucking burger costume. <laughs> like, like, the, like that scene at Adam's family where the kids are like having the play. Yeah. It was just. I'm amazed none of us got hit. Yeah. By. Yeah. No, it, I thought for sure we were going to get bloody at that show. Yeah. It was so fucking dumb and silly. And then uh, the aforementioned 
uh, Sakamoto Daisuke ended up in an arm wrestling match with a crazy giant kaiju with giant arms. <laughs> oh, so, that was so good. And just l- later finding the gif of him <laughs> when like someone's like, you, you fan, you should come. And him just eating his popcorn and just looking around like, who, me? Who, me? <laughs> that guy just needs to be the biggest movie star in the world. <laughs> and then... Um, uh, Minoru Sawa, his partner, showed up later on as Lingerie Muto. His alternate persona where he is just the great Muta but wearing lingerie. That was fucking Sawa? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you didn't realize that? I did not. I didn't want to be racist. <laughs> like Beefy Boy kept recording it all night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, no, that's one of his other personas. The other is Ordinary Man, Munanori Sawa, where he just comes out and like wrestles in a suit. And he's just like a salary man. That's <laughs> just fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Thawa in like a bald cap. And he like glued on like a mustache and like a goatee. And he's just wearing like nine bras. <laughs> like some on his head. Like a little yeah. tutu. And like, and I don't, does he do this? And his knees are, keep going out on Okay, so he does that all the time. Yeah. The knee thing. The knee thing was hilarious. <laughs> And then when Unicorn Party comes out, he just spent the next half an hour dancing at ringside. <laughs> Full but speed dancing. Like, oh, shit, my never, never looked at a breath. The dude can move. He can go. Yeah, and he was in character the entire time. Even the the, <laughs> the show ended with a giant conga line with all the fans and all the kaiju and Muto and Sakamoto. And, like, it was so fucking crazy. Brought like, Bear Ranger fun. back to life. They brought yeah they brought Bear Ranger back to life using hot sauce as the final ingredient yeah the, the, because the, of course the three secret ingredients to bring Bear Ranger back yeah it was so dumb and fun and like and like that's the the one bit of merch goat bought all weekend with the kaiju shirt yeah <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize he had bought that and then I saw him the next day rocking it I was like oh that's awesome fucking got him <laughs> uh, I. Bought in terms of merch, I bought a Bloodsport shirt, a Joy Janelle's Spring Break 2 shirt, an MDK shirt, a shirt from Walter. What does the Walter shirt say? What? What does the Walter shirt say? Uh, it's just kind of like a drawing of him, and then it says Dare Ring General under it. Oh. It's cool. Uh, I bought a clock from Kaiju Big Battle. <laughs> Which yeah, is Kaiju has the best out. merch of anybody. Jose bought us a bunch of streamers to throw into the ring. Fuck yeah, that was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, we had a goddamn blast. Uh, and then w- hung w- out w- the house most of the day. Yeah. Uh, Jose and the lady took a little field trip, which was cool for them. We just hung out and did nothing and then watched goddamn WrestleMania. And, and boy, what a worst part of the week. Yeah, WWE yep. had to go and ruin it we, with their like, garbage. For, for reference, we left the house at about probably at about 1030 Friday to go see the crash. And we didn't get home until after four on Saturday. Four AM Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. We would have been that's home sooner, but uh the maps wanted to take us to the Superdome. It was that's a thing. <laughs> but that felt easier to do than just to watch WrestleMania. Seven hours of WrestleMania. WrestleMania was a fucking death march. And yeah, we were doing that for a while. Yeah, we were doing it for a while. And like 
not going to get into it because we're running late and I don't want to do this for much longer because I'm tired as fuck. Uh, but just it shouldn't be so easy for a handful of people to just write a better show. Yeah. And like, probably the thing we all had the lowest expectations for, the Ronda match, was one of the highlights. Yeah. yeah. It was pretty, it was and I had yeah. the fucking conspiracy theory the other night that Triple H and Stephanie made all the other talent sandbag so that the Ronda match would look better by comparison. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I wouldn't put it past So him. much of everything else was just dumb and out of place and just weird decision. Every decision was a bad decision. Just about, man. Just about. Like, there were bright spots here and there, but in seven hours, there was maybe 20 minutes of bright spots. Yeah, and, and and I said it over the weekend. Like I'm not the guy that regularly shits on WWE. I don't watch it enough to have a dog in the fight. But like, that means that purely objectively, it just wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> it was just not, not a good show, man. It was too damn bad. Too bad. Uh, if you want further analysis on WrestleMania, yes. I would highly recommend hitting up the Voices of Wrestling WrestleMania review. Oh, is there anyone good on that? Uh, there's a couple of good guys on there, like this young <laughs> buck Kelly Harris, who closes out his review. <laughs> the best metaphor I perhaps have ever seen in my life. Why don't you just give the people a taste, uh, Kelly? Uh, I said that it's time to take away the keys from Vince McMahon because this show is the equivalent of him driving his car into a farmer's market. Uh, Holy crap. So, yeah, for more in-depth analysis, by all means, please do check that out because it's in quality writing, not just from Kelly, but the whole damn staff. Yeah, we we all did a really good job, and I'm very happy that someone came along to help me out because initially... Uh, it was like around three o'clock. I put in our group chat. I was like, uh, "Hey, no one signed up for this. Who's doing this review? I really don't want to, but if we need someone to, I'll do it." And then luckily, I roped three other people into helping me, and they all had a bad time too. <laughs> yeah, they they all had some some choice words, some some some, some good pretty sound takes. Yeah, pretty solid takes. All right. But now we're home. Break. We're back. What's up? We're back. We're home. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We're back home. Work wasn't terrible today. It was all right. I got, I got, I wasn't punished too bad for taking nearly a week off of work, which is nice. Pretty well caught up. Tired as fuck. My body hurts. My whole fucking body is kind of achy. Things are kind of catching up with me. But it was good. I had a great fucking time. Thanks to uh, Nyes for uh, putting together the accommodations, figuring that shit out, and for Kelly for putting together a hell of a good uh, itinerary, man. It was, yep. just, it, was, it was good. Everybody pulled We're their weight. happy to do it. Everybody pulled their weight, and, and we had a good time, one and all. There, and wasn't, a, there wasn't a sour in, grape in the bunch. Oh, no. Not at all. No, no. It was, it was fucking great. It was a wonderful time. Uh, I go ahead had a blast, too. I was so glad he got to come. Yep. Uh, it, was, it was fucking wonderful. It was great. New York next year. That's, that's right. Damn, maybe. Nice maybe. To get tickets. We should just stay from Toy Fair to WrestleMania. No problem. <laughs> I like no it. No problem. 
We can just I'm sure my wife would be super on board with that idea. We can just <laughs> lobby hop. Oh my god! So we're watching WrestleMania. At, the, at one point, I was like, "Hey, so you know, maybe we should make a pact to." No, 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 no. This is this is how it went. As WrestleMania is starting. I'm thinking, you know what, man? We've had such a great time this weekend. That's right. It was the beginning. I'm thinking fair. I'm thinking it in my head. Like, I, I, I'm going to pitch to these guys that maybe we should all get those, like, $450 tickets next year and actually go to WrestleMania. Six hours into WrestleMania, I look around the room, and the vibe has gone out the window. And I, <laughs> I mentioned to everyone, so, yeah, uh, when this started, I was going to suggest that we all go see WrestleMania Live next year. Everyone turns to me in unison <laughs> and just gives the sourest just head shake that I've ever seen, and I laughed. You did that, WWE, to an entire room of people. Yeah, we were riding high on life. And <laughs> fucking sucked the air out of our entire... No, no bullshit. It didn't, it didn't ruin a goddamn thing. Like, it was... If anything, it maybe put us all in the right mood to go home. It's like, yeah. yeah. Like, WrestleMania was equivalent of, all right, Take your medicine, fun time's over. <laughs> <laughs> they just spit in our belly button and said, get out of here. Get out of this. Fucking <laughs> that was great. Though. I had a great time. So, so let's take us a break. Awesome we'll, uh, we'll take a break, do the fantasy football things, because fuck it, why not? Uh, and then we're going to be done. <laughs> <laughs> I support that idea because it's mine. Yeah. Yeah, so enjoy this musical interlude. See you in a bit. Love you. Bye.
Ripped Apparel is your one-stop shop for limited edition t-shirts featuring all the crap that you already like anyway. Every day you're going to see three new limited edition designs available only for 24 hours. That's just a single day. After that, they're gone forever. And uh, best yet, if you want to check them out, buy a little something, something, they're going to throw a little kickback to us, your folks, your friends here at the podcast. So go to panelsonpages.com, click that banner at the top of the page, or on the sidebar at pcn.panelsonpages.com, or you can just update your bookmark, check it on your phone every single morning. That's what I do. Uh, ripped, that's R-I-P-T dot panelsonpages.com. T-shirts start at just 10 bucks, and they'll kick us a little something every time. Help us keep the lights on, help us keep the podcast going, help us keep the side, side up, and get you a pretty cool T-shirt, man. Cool swag, cool shirts, good people, good deals. From your favorite podcast so check it out rip.panelsonpages.com 24 hour limited edition t-shirts that are pretty damn awesome check it out and uh, now back to your regularly scheduled podcast hey all right Whew. let's fucking let's power through this shit <laughs> i got pringles and i'm ready to render judgment upon people all right i like it well, we got we got zero on the line what's up G? Uh, hello 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 great to hear all from right. you thank you again for putting this all together we've had a blast hey it's just as much fun for me oh shit what i'm up this week did you not prep nope not at all all right well uh i've i'm ready to go but if you want to put put us off until next week just do zero versus john and then get the fuck out of here we can do that yeah. All right. Let's do that. Let's okay. do that. Okay. I just pulled the page. I'm like, oh shit. That's uh. Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm willing you have to. Good, good excuse not to be ready. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Of course. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. All so right, nice. you. Welcome to your nightmare. It's a new episode of Lex Japan shit. Um... <laughs> <laughs> hey, I I I saw a lot of Japan shit this past week. <laughs> That's right. That's Japan right. Japan dudes, Japan chicks, Jap- Japanese kaiju. A uh, dude that looked exactly like Shinsuke. Dude, that guy dressed up like Shinsuke could have been setting up outside charging autographs. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was crazy. Like, not just the outfit, but, like, he had the same wrinkles on his face. Like, he was like a doppelganger. He's, he was fucking Earth 2 Shinsuke. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's not racist. It's not saying that all Japanese people look alike because... There were other Shinsuke's we saw. It's not quite Shinsuke. Oh, God, no. No, yeah. no, no. But this guy looked fucking just like him. Yeah. So so do we got an email from John? We do, in fact. Okay, good, good. So, so, so we can at least get through one match this week. We can't. We can't. <laughs> uh, this would have been the uh, end of the first round had I not fucked up. So my apologies to everyone. But I just forgot <laughs> well what, what we can do next week since it's the last final round matchup we can do it like a speed round we get we can each do it timed do our do our arguments timed Ooh, and then I we like don't it. get to see say shit after that i like it i like it all right so we'll, we'll plan for that next week we'll right. do uh yeah i like it okay uh but not to not to be outdone right? we got some action for you this week uh population so we we got uh this week we've got in the dc bracket it's in the DC bracket. Uh, we got Juggalo John taking on our own uh, Zero. Uh, Juggalo John's team, the the Emerald Animals, which is uh, Blue Beetle, uh, Jaime Reyes, 
Uh, Guy Gardner, Green Lantern, and Beast Boy. Nice, solid fucking team. Uh, taking on Zero's Young Football Justice. That Superboy, uh, Connor Kent, Superboy, Miss Martian, and uh, Wonder Girl, Cassie Sandsmark. That's that's a that's a deep cut. Wonder hey, Girl. I cut deep. Impressive, <laughs> impressive. Now so. the Emerald Animals isn't Blue Beetle blue? But hey, stop, stealing my, stop stealing my argument. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So do we want to, like, flip a coin or something or just go read John's email and then we'll listen to uh, Zero's? Uh, just read the email. Read right. the email. Because we got yeah. John in the chat if he if he needs to exactly. back up any exactly. of his points. Actually, no. Uh, do Zero first. Oh. Because it's not fair to John... Because if Good John point. goes first, then Zero could rebuke his claims right off He's the bat. Fair enough. That's a very good point. Right, so what you got, Zero? Okay. So while I respect John as a human being, <laughs> his team is garbage. <laughs> I mean, as we were just discussing, Blue Beetle's not even Emerald. And yeah, that shouldn't matter in football. But that's like wearing the opposite team's jersey when you go out into the field. That's that's not cool. You can't call yourself an emerald animal and be blue. You're going to be fucking fined for that. Further, how is Beast Boy going to play football? Is it legal to catch the ball in your mouth? No, of course not. <laughs> so is Rhino it, can't catch in a mouth. A Rhino can't carry a football. It's not it, legal to catch a ball in your mouth, Jose. I'm pretty it's, sure it's not. Yeah, Jose. It's I don't know if it's legal. I'll say I've never seen it done. I think if For you could physically reason, do it, you'd be fine. Like I bet you, you wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I shut down that argument. <laughs> Got you. I I so, I would probably lean towards. Not legal until proven it's legal. Show me the rule books that catching. The rule books say you have to catch it with your hands. Okay. Well, Beast Boy has hands, so. Well, not necessarily. Not necessarily. Because if he caught, if you catch it like in your armpit and you secure the ball, that's still a catch. It didn't involve the hands. You can like run as a fucking cheetah and then turn into a gorilla. That bitch got hands. Ooh, okay. Gorillas do, yes. But again, he's not super beast boy. He's beast boy. He turns into an average Joe gorilla. Yeah, but an average Joe gorilla will one fuck you up. And after you just became an average Joe uh, cheetah, then bitch, you're 80 miles an hour. Superboy is just like Superman, but less of a pussy. (laughs) Would Superboy, would Superman go like even blink at fighting a gorilla? No, of course not. Let alone, like, you remove the wussiness that would hold back. Superboy is going to plow through gorilla mode. He's the only character on his chest I give a shit about. I like Connor quite a lot. Yeah. And Miss Martian, same thing. Super strength, they're going right through any animal Beast Boy can throw at them. Anything Green Lantern makes, they're breaking through it. It's There's no chance. Both Superboy and Miss Martian have super speed akin to the Flash. So I might as well have two flashes on my team. Who's throwing the ball? Usually uh, Connor. Who's who, who's your running back? Who's your who's your wide receiver? 
Wonder Girl is the running back. Miss Martian, the wide receiver. I bet. <laughs> so and again, Wonder Girl is just, she's a younger, more fit Wonder Woman. We've all seen the movie. We know how much ass Wonder Woman kicks. Now make your younger fresher yeah because the one the one thing i thought I'm about sure when i can. the one thing i thought when i watched wonder woman was god that gaga dot looks old exactly <laughs> it's leathery <laughs> i mean i'm not saying my team's unstoppable but i'm saying some not so emerald emerald animals has stand no chance all right all right i yeah, like it let me like let it. me give you what let me ask a question what uh, besides super speed and super strength? What about Miss Martian and Wonder Girl's powers adapt well to three on three football? So for Miss Martian, not only does she have the super speed and super strength, she has invisibility, intangibility, and telekinesis. Not to mention X-ray vision. All those things. You try to tackle her you're just gonna fly through her okay she turns invisible you can't even see her and telekinesis if the ball's over her head she'll pull that right down into her hand an invisible get it imagine the 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 fucking shame and getting tackled by an invisible person (laughs) (laughs) i feel like we saw that over the weekend yeah a few times (laughs) oh and she also has super reflexes and super stamina and slash agility and wonder girl wonder girl not as great but again they're, they're a team. Okay. It's also important. Okay. okay. So All that right. was my main reason for going with Wonder Girl. Gotcha. Just to keep that team aspect so that they can rely on. And again, she basically has all the same powers as Wonder Woman. Younger, less old. Wonder yeah. Girl. <laughs> Fantastic agility, dexterity. So there's a less road hard yeah, good Wonder down. Woman. Yeah. <laughs> all right, cool. Cool. I. I like what I've heard, I would. I'm interested to see John's take. I don't know if I am on board with the notion that they could just plow through any construct. There's a little more work than that, but that's, uh... I mean a little more. But again, it's a younger Superman, just as strong, but just shitty. Kind of a shitty person. I like it. I like it. That's, that's why he wouldn't. He wouldn't hold back. All right. All right. All right. John wrote in to popcast at panelsonpages.com. Give his take on how shit might go down. He says, uh, My team is Guy Gardner, Garfo Logan, and Jaime Reyes. My plan to go against Zero's team this time is to paint some word pictures about what would happen on the field. All right. All right. <clears throat> so, first, the offense. Guy having a history of playing football for the University of Michigan is the team's QB. Picture this. Guy drops back with the ball in hand, ready to launch it from a construct RPG or missile launcher. Uh, Beast Boy in the form of a Pelican Falcon working his way up the field. And in the case, in this case, it's most likely open. Guy launches it in lead of Garfield's flight path like he's trying to shoot him down. Beast Boy morphs into the form of an octopus and wraps fully around the ball. Yes! <laughs> as he falls to the ground, just before he hits, he morphs into an African elephant trunk fully wrapped around the ball. Beast Boy would make it, be able to make it up the field even if anyone on the opposing team can hit him enough to down him. He would still be able to get far enough to count as first down. No. Oh, look at this shit. Talking about downs. No one's ever done that before like so it. far. Like well, it. My question to that is, why would he be obviously wide open? 
Because can't both of uh, Zero's guys fly? He's a Peregrine goddamn falcon, yeah. son. What does that have to do with anything? It's like the fastest flying bird on the world. That's the idea. And it's a bird. They're, they're it's hard to get flying. Flying. It's so hard to can catch only a bird. fly as fast as a bird, but his other two guys have superpower and they can fly fast too. Let him finish. Let well, him... I'm, yeah, but I, I, I'm asking that question. I don't get why he is automatically wide open. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, next play, guy throws it to Jaime. The Blue Beetle scare grappling hooks the ball, morphing around the ball to keep it locked in Jaime's grip. As Blue Beetle makes his way up the field, Carter can't make an attempt to tackle. Uh, being Carter is a heavy hitter, Jaime uses an energy cannon blast to the chest as a stiff arm, knocking Superboy back and moving up the field. On the next play, Wonder Girl, Wonder Girl goes for the sack and is charging a guy. The construct handy slaps her to the side at full force. Guy would also be able to keep back anyone on the YDF team members as they are all some top as they are all some of the top heavy hitters in the Justice Young Justice. A guy would have no problem either rocketing a construct hand to the chest or energy blast, knowing that all three of them are strong enough to take it, but not powerful enough to be unfazed by it. Uh, on your first are we shooting people? Damn it. I, he's got a point. He knows it's not gonna hurt him. It's shit that he has on him. Yeah. So. Yeah, but but it doesn't matter if he's gonna hurt him or not. Are we allowing people to be shot with laser beams and such? I'll allow I it. I will allow it because it's using what you came to the field with. And if it's not like it, like he, he described it as a stiff arm, essentially. Yeah. So yeah. it's translating into football. And if, in no way is it lethal against any of these guys. If I his, like it. Yeah, and if his gear is legal to have on the field, then he's allowed to use it as long as he's not breaking any rules. On the first yard line, Guy does a handoff to Jaime, then fakes he still has the ball with his constructs. The combination of Jaime's armor and the constructs are making an easy fake out. Then Guy goes back to, quote-unquote, throw the ball at Beast Boy. He sells it by pulling up Babe Ruth and pointing right at Beast Boy. He hails back with a construct arm. As the ball leaves his hand, it disappears halfway up the field, leaving Jaime open to cross the end zone. Yeah, but the ball is probably fucking green. They're not going to fall for that. Uh, now, okay, almost done. Now. Uh, uh, oh shit, I fucked up. Now let's talk defense. On the play, Superboy has the ball and is working his way up the field. Beast Boy is again in the Falcon form and diving at Connor at the bird's top speed, approaching between 90 and 240 kilometers per hour. <laughs> Depending that's a big, on that's a big gap. That's, that is my fucking nightmare. Like a goddamn bird coming <laughs> me at a bullet speed? Jesus Christ. Moving at incredible speed. And Connor's back between the shoulder blades just before he impacts the Superboy. Garfield morphs into a 1,000-pound Kodiak bear and hugs him. <laughs> <laughs> that much weight, moving that fast, drills Connor into the field. Uh, next play, Wonder Girl is open, and the ball is heading into her. Scenario one, Beast Boy in the form of a house fly gets in between Wonder Girl and the ball. Out of sight, <laughs> just as the ball is about to reach Cassie, BB morphs into a linger monkey and intercepts the ball. <laughs> <laughs> Or scenario two, Wonder Girl gets the ball and starts down the field, only to come head to head into Blue Beetle, rocketing straight at her with his armor morphed into a battering ram. Damien slams right in the middle of Cassie, wrapping around and dragging her to the ground at full thrust power of the Arab can't produce. Uh, this play, Miss Martian has the ball. Guy is not above lighting the field on fire in front of her with the power ring. <laughs> this makes Miss Martian lose her focus just enough for Beast Boy to charge at her at the cheetah, pouncing on her in an unfocused moment. Uh, other things my, my team are capable of are a guy can cover teammates with armor constructs. Uh, 
Uh, increasing the level of damage they can take. Beast Boy's ability to morph into animals as small as a fly or large as a T-Rex. Uh, Garfield can run down the field of the cheetah full force. There you go. Exactly. Morph into Rhino. Same thing I said before. Uh, Boo Beetle's armor has the ability to morph into support braces in the ground to keep him from being knocked down. Nice. Huh. Uh, as the past games of the season have shown, I'm not sure how much the YGF powers will fall under what is already stated is not allowed. This Martian's mind reading, for sure, never came up. There you go. I feel that my team's power set is better suited for playing in the rules of football. I hope the style of description is felt as a creative way to state my case and not an annoying one. I'll be in the chat to plead my case to any counterpoints. Best of luck, Zero. Hello, John. XOXOX. It's a running gag now. <laughs> okay. So, oh, there's an important point I want to bring up here that he really stressed on was the Peregrine Falcon. Yes, they fly fast. However, a fully grown male peregrine falcon weighs about two pounds. That falcon's not carrying no football. Well, he, he can't had lift it up. No, no. At no point did he have the falcon carrying the football. The falcon morphed into an octopus, which caught the ball, and then when it landed, it was an elephant, and the elephant was hol- holding the ball in its trunk. Yeah, this fucking yeah. this falcon's coming at you at goddamn terminal velocity. And then turned into a bear. Yeah, <laughs> it's still an elephant, though. An elephant versus Superboy. I I feel like Beast. The strategy he has for Beast Boy is John's strongest argument, and it's the keeping your opponents on their heels strategy. He's constantly changing. He has plan a plan for these changes, and no matter how powerful you've got three super powered young justice members this beast boy strategy is gonna fucking spin their heads around i feel and you can't forget guy gardner was a professional football player and and john said that but the the strongest arguments were the way beast boy mixed shit up so he mixed it up and then the 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 real practical application of like all of his team's power sets yeah, and how it affects playing actual damn football. Like, uh, I'm, I'm putting a vote in for John right now. I feel that is may, maybe one of the best argued matchups that we've had so far. And not saying, hey, I'm my my team's gonna fucking run to the end zone every time. No, saying like, yeah, yeah, great, granted, yeah, he probably won't get to the end zone, but when he fucking die bombs and turns into a bear, you gotta at least get first down. It was super well thought out. Uh, zero, thanks for coming. <laughs> you know what? You know what? No, no, don't, don't. <laughs> let, let, let. What do you, what do you think, Lee? I, I'm like, not just because we're running late or whatever the fuck. <laughs> I just, like, oh, I, I wasn't, I wasn't gonna argue back. I, I was gonna point something else out to actually stand up for John here. Okay, okay. Well, I, I thought you were gonna con- concede, and I didn't want no. that to happen. Okay, okay. I, 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 I got it. It's just, it's, this is probably no bullshit. The best laid out reasoning that we've ever gotten for this. Like, again, the fact that, like, it's not just this is my team, but this is like why my team would actually be good at football. Yeah. Yep. That, and that's the key. That's Which the I key. imagine Jose probably appreciates because the whole thing is, well, can't she fucking catch? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, 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 I went zero on this one, though. Oh, okay. I, 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 I I'm still not getting how just because he can turn into an animal, he overpowers them. Just because he's an animal now. 
I mean, it, no matter what you turn into, you're going to tackle whatever has the fucking ball. So I don't see whether whether it's an elephant, a rhino, a bird. Like, what happens if the bird gets stiff armed and that fucker drops because he he's a bird? Like, how strong is this fucking bird? Well, as we discovered, well, the uh, bird's never in a position to be stiff armed. Right. Yeah. No, he but he's saying that you're going to tackle with the bird. And no. in bird form, he said that he's going to hit him in the back and tackle him. No. No, 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 no. He, 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 he said he, that on defense. No, he dives in. Yeah, that, that was, was his bird. offense. He and then transforms in. into a bear. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, he transforms as he dives in, he transforms into a bear and catches him in a hug. So a bear is quicker than Superboy. Well, a bear with the momentum of that of that bird it goes yeah. to terminal yeah. velocity. And, and once the... you turn into the bird, once you turn into the bear, now you're limited to what the bear is. So but no, you still he's still got bear. the momentum from the air. The transformation okay. won't change so, the falling of his flight. That's just basic physics. That's fine, but he's a bear, but he still has to like tackle him. So the bear yeah. still has yeah. to move. He's so above it. And again, he's not saying he's going to hold him there indefinitely. Right, but what I'm saying is, is what makes you think he can catch him? Because as the bear, he's not superpower anymore. So what if he waits for the transformation of the bear and then he uses his super speed? Well, now he does a thousand. It's a thousand pound Kodiak bear. It's like I, I'm like well, I'm that's a, fine, but that doesn't make well, him fast. I'm a big strong dude, and I fight other big strong dudes, and like a dude not as big or as strong as me. Well, I still may win that exchange in the long run, like, it's not going to be easy. I'm going to get fucking rocked for a second. Like, it's not, it's not going to be, like, I can't just plow through this guy because I'm stronger than he is. Like, I got to fucking... Yeah, but, so, I'm not saying he's even plowing through him. What I'm saying is, if they both have super speed, but his super speed is based on the bird coming in at a super speed, and yeah, then from the he back. turns into the bear, who the fuck's tackling... He's no, you're, 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 not he, you're not understanding basic physics, Jose. He's coming <laughs> no, from you're... the sky, and when something is falling, if even if it would change, it's still falling at that same speed. Right, but he's falling at a guy who also has super speed. So... Right, but, he's... but if you catch him off guard, yeah, that doesn't matter. How are you catching him off He's constantly Bear. changing from different animals, like on the but fly. He's, he's I mean, Superboy is good, above. but he doesn't have eyes in the back of his head. Yeah, he's like going, he's like coming in from six o'clock. Okay, but you're so you're telling me he's getting tackled from above and behind by a bear, <laughs> and he's just going to stand there as he's falling down instead of running forward you're so fucking, what happens you're fucking nuts like john presented bear. one of the most well-crafted arguments for having this person on his team and why it would be a good strategy zero admitted he put wonder girl on the team because she's a member of young justice and it's kind of like ah, eh, she's okay, she's as good as wonder my, woman i'm still with zero because i don't I'm not seeing what what how... but what of right, zero's argument you, you can you can be with zero that's fine yeah but what of zero's argument won you over I'm the going fact that on. it's, it's the girl Martian Manhunter isn't it <laughs> like you you I'm yourself not... asked can any of them catch and you didn't even argue he didn't even say they could catch and you weren't even okay okay well I'll take that. You've got a team with two women and a Superboy, and 
a, a not great argument. And a bear falling from the sky that's going to attack me. That was one part and of, a professional football that player. That was one part okay, of well, John's strategy and, and a that, great strategy. Yeah, but I already asked the question in the beginning: is what makes this guy automatically open in the scenario he built? That was the first question I asked. Well, I mean, nothing. You know, all these things have saying, a leap of I'm faith and element to them. I see whole flaws and holes in this. Leaning on the animal, so you guys don't see it that way. You were allowed That's to think cool. that, sir. Okay, so get off my shit. I vote for you. <laughs> right, what you got, Kelly? John. <laughs> I got your back, Zero. I hey, I understand I just because it. you turn into a bear doesn't make you automatically. Tackle yep. a super boy who's running forward. Yep, because that's or all John's else? strategy was that they they just turn Beast Boy into a bear and you know. Well, I'm wrap asking it up. the logic behind the scenario that was given. I, that's I, all I'm asking. I feel like it's very clear <laughs> that he's going to turn into a bird and then a bear and tackle him every time. I wouldn't say that it would be every time. But this, 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 does, does John have to fucking so, craft every play of a four-quarter football game for you? Jesus. <laughs> John showed clear understanding of the game and the strategy and what it takes to win over the judges in this scenario. That doesn't always win the game, so you didn't win me over. I voted for zero. All right. That's fine. <laughs> okay. You're fucking wrong. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Thanks, Solid. Zero. Congratulations, John. <laughs> Moving on. Well, you know, I got the Jose vote as far as I'm concerned. That's a personal victory. Oh, that's, <laughs> I got your back, dog. That's a big win. He is a and, tough and, shell to crack. And honestly... One of his other offensive things was that the ball disappeared. <laughs> we can't make the ball disappear. Or did I hear that wrong? No, the ball didn't disappear. Like the, the fake ball disappears. That, that I had, I took umbrage with that one because in that case, they're trying to fake them out with like a bright green football. Yeah, but you can't have two balls on the field. That's a penalty. Yeah, but if so it's that, a fake ball, it's not real. No, you, you can't have two balls on the field. You can't show me an NFL player who's going to grab a fake ball and put it into the play. There is a literal play in professional football called a fake. Yeah, but they don't add a ball that fakes. <laughs> neither neither is Green Lantern. He's creating a fake ball. Right, which you can't do. <laughs> Why not? He's got it. Like, with speed barrage and extra players. We draw the line at fake ball. Yeah, he's got a Green Lantern ring, which he can use for anything. Anything but make another ball. What? No, no. Where is this rule? Play. Yeah, it's not. A ball it's not play. a ball. It's not a ball. It's fucking. Oh, it's a fake ball. Yes, exactly. So penalty for what? For so creating on the field. You can't just make a fake football and have people believe that's the ball in play when the ball in play is somewhere else. You can't do that. When so, in professional football would they be able to create a fake football? And and that okay, would be against the rules. You guys are just arguing with me to argue. If the rule is you can only have one ball in play, you can't make a fake ball. 
correct or, or uh, I'm wrong on that? Well, you're wrong. You're wrong because they How can. How am do, I wrong? Because so anyone can just make up a ball and say this is what we're playing they fucking, with now. They fucking they get do it all the time. And the other hey. guy's like, "Oh no, the real ball's over here," hey, and here's, he keeps going. Here, here's the quarterback. I'm gonna hand it off to this running back, and then the running back makes a shape oh. like they're holding a ball. Yeah, and, but there is not a ball created to do that. And you there isn't a, a ball. It, there isn't a ball. It's a construct. Which you can't do. Well, of course you can't. It's impossible. No, you can't do it. You cannot See, construct. I, I a think the problem here play. is Jose is right. You cannot construct a football because humans don't have that ability. No, it's not, it's not <laughs> humans have the ability. It's the ability you can't have two balls in play. You can't. You, if someone, because it's not really a ball, right? It's constructed there. It would be like if you. Pooped in your hand, right? Yeah. <laughs> so you're not passing the poop around. If he constructed I mean, you can if you want. If he constructed a piece of poop and handed it off to the running back, who gives a shit? But what if, well, he clearly <laughs> gives a shit because if, they just gave him one. If this was basketball, and we're playing the basketball, and somebody constructed a basketball to hit the game-winning shot, but the real ball never got shot. Well, that wouldn't count. Air. Yeah, that wouldn't count. Okay, so in football, you it's a penalty. It doesn't count. You no, can't they're not keep... using the the fake ball to score. You are you, right. you're using the ball in a play. You can't use the ball at all. Is it really a football though? If it's not a football, is I guess what I'm saying. He's saying no. he's saying that it's okay and it's his fucking loss. <laughs> I don't agree. I say you can't you can't construct anything that looks like the ball in play. Also, the commissioner of the league. And also, like, so the judges would know it's fake ball. You're not fooling the judges or anything with it. Yeah. I say it's illegal play. Yeah, it's not like they're trying to pass it off. Yeah, Awatu's in the corner like, good That's the play. whole point right. of what you're trying to do is pass it new, off. Otherwise, new... why would you make a fake football of a construct? That's the whole fucking play is to pass it off as a real ball. So and, go for him. and why would you ever do a fake or a reverse play in regular professional yeah, football? Yeah, then fakes because don't count. You can't do that. No. You're trying no. to trick them. Yeah. Yeah, but you're not holding anything. You're not constructing a football. And so neither are they. They're not you holding anything. Be... It's just light, solid light. Uh, you guys win. Fine. Go ahead. <laughs> it's fucking It's a penalty. It's a penalty. Hey, I love that you're arguing for me when I'm not arguing. <laughs> when when Justin Timberlake had Prince behind him at the Super Bowl, that wasn't really Prince. <laughs> oh, I love it. It might have looked it. like it. Jose, <laughs> Tupac's not really alive. <laughs> I admire your passion. <laughs> it's bullshit. If I got if Tom Brady fucking blew up an inflatable football. No, see, that's a tactile that's a tactile thing that takes up actual space in the world and that you can hold and touch and stroke. And you, okay, so you can't hold, touch, or stroke any of his constructs? That's not true. How, how is he blocking people with it then? So uh, you can hold and touch and caress. They're solid light. They're not an actual object. Yeah, but he's going to dissolve can, it before he touches a person. John even says it never touches a person. If it never touches a person, how is he blocking them? If it never touches, the ball would never touch a person. The ball. He would dissolve the ball before it touches a person. I say it's illegal. 
We know. It's okay. It's falsery. <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. You'll, you'll get them next time, Jose. In superhero football, it's basically the equivalent of an onside kick. No, it's not. <laughs> it's it's that kind of getting around the rules type cheating. No, it's not because onside kick is not cheating and it's not getting around the rules. It's just it's like play. doing a fake or a reverse isn't cheating. Right, but you're not creating the illusion that the ball is actually somewhere else. Yes, you that's are. You 100% are. That's, no, because you're visual, they're visually seeing the construct. He constructed it. It's why, visual. Why would the defender be following the guy without the ball if they're not intending to make it look like he's holding a ball? Making it look like he's holding the ball because he's covering up and making it look like there's an actual ball in his hand because there's a constructed ball in his hand? Or two so, different things. I, I actually have a good question for you, Jose. So if they were pretending to hold a ball, there's nothing there, that's okay, right? Yeah. If they're holding a bright green glowing ball that you can easily see and know is not the real ball. You can't bring another know? ball into play. But if even if it's bright green? It doesn't matter. You can't bring another ball into play. They, they're they're, they're, they're idiots ball. if they go for it. <laughs> if they go for it or not. You can do all think, you can do whatever play you want to do in football. I think but unintentionally, Jose's argument is that pretending you're holding a football is actually better than holding a construct football. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. Oh my god. That is it. correct. Oh, this shit's so stupid. I love it. <laughs> this is the best Some of my favorite shit that we do, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it's so dumb. Uh, all right. Well, fucking man, go. See, uh, thanks for hanging out, man. Thanks for coming along. Of course, along. guys. Fun. Anytime. I'll see you next time. All right, I got your back you. next time too. All you right. Know. Thank you, Jose. Like <laughs> I said, that's the vote that matters. All right. This is an honorable game. Uh, fucking love that boy. All right, Lee. Let's go. Let's go right now. Let's fucking go. Let's I'm do kidding. It. <laughs> yeah. Uh, email us. Popcast at pelsonpages dot com. Leave us a voicemail six one six nine five one one pop. Uh, if you've happened to watch that shit live uh, or on the download or whatever the fuck on the website, let us know, man. Let us know what you thought. Let us know if you saw us, how, how fucking handsome we looked. We were looking pretty good that weekend. Until, you know, we were not looking our best at spring break. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was showing that... some pictures of, uh, last night. And I'm like, yeah, here, here we are at the beginning of uh, Evolve. And look how fresh-faced we are. And now uh, here's us to kind you. And uh, we look like zombie people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but once spring break rolled around, I had been in those clothes for something like 20 hours. I don't know if you guys get the same thing where you wear your underwear so long that it just stretches out and it no longer f forms any sort of protective barrier or support or whatever. Like, I wear, like, boxer briefs. And these were, it was like I was wearing nothing at this point. <laughs> just, like, yeah, just, it's all just, it's all just smoke and mirrors at that point. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I get it. I, I totally fucking get it. But it was, every, every goddamn bit of it was worth doing. It was great. Yep. It was fun. But all right, yeah, that was it, man. That was our fucking roll win. We will, uh, we'll, we'll speed around through our match next week, uh, for the footballs. I, I, I apologize for, if I got to take a fucking delay game penalty, Jose, I will. I, I, whoever constructs a football, I'm voting against him. Breaking no, the rules. I fucked up. I know I fucked up. Oh, right. my God. <laughs> Jose, you get you hear one thing 
of the argument no, and you I latch heard on to that. All kinds of things. Two things. I heard of all kinds of things. Two things. You didn't like that he was a falcon that was open, and you didn't like that he was making balls all over the, all over the place. <laughs> it's the whole animal. It's the whole animal thing, offense and defense. And I still never got an answer of why he's just open. It's all right. It's In okay. the scenario, he's open, my sweet boy. <laughs> he was painting a word picture, like he said. Okay. But that doesn't mean it's... Maybe, uh, hopefully next week, we will not be so mired in controversy. <laughs> yeah, we'll see about that, because both of you guys are going to come with some bullshit. <laughs> I feel it now. I feel it now. You guys are going to come up with the most bullshit... <laughs> To see who can tip me over the worst. Jose, now you know and how you I know felt what? when they were trying to tell me that Superman wouldn't get all fucked up on cocaine. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Mm. Let's oh, boil some Y'all fuckers bad. better follow the rules. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I've got my write-up right here. I was ready to go. So once this show's over, I'm going to read over it and make it Jose-proof. I apologize. My bad. I really do feel bad. I'm going to pick apart both of your guys' strategies. (laughs) Well, one of us has to win. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, Tie. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I hope one of you has a good kicker. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're calling it. Uh, Email us. Call us all that stuff. Had a fucking blast. Much love to everybody. Uh, And uh, big up to the friendly (sighs) Satan. You guys uh, out there doing the Lord's work. The Dark Lord, but the Lord nonetheless. <laughs> and big up to uh, Matt Steve Riddle. Yep. Coming, coming through with some nice. And keep your shit together, Becky. <coughs> Change your motherfucking life, Becky. <laughs> yeah, because it's not everyone else. It's you. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the real shit of the night right there. So for Jason Nyes, Jose Guzman, and Kelly Harris, I'm the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez, and we'll talk to you lovely people next week at uh, 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central at youtube.com slash panels on pages. All right, love you. Bye. by each other's happiness, not by each other's misery. We don't want to hate and despise one another. In this world, there's room for everyone. The good earth is rich.
That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, it though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. 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 With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.